across the way? Or... Okay. I don't know. Um... Hey, yeah, welcome back to the Hello Calgary podcast. I'm your host, Prophet Esau. I'm glad we had all that conversation. Yeah, that was not for public uh, no. consumption. No. No. But what was is uh, this village pizza, which is uh, definitely fit for public consumption. Mm. Mind-blowing some days. I, I uh, limited, limited myself in my choices so that I'd get more of what I liked this time around. And spread that village out. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a great pizza, almost better than the last time. I think the last time I, I had so much flavor coming at me from so many different things, it was a bit too much. Yeah. This time it was a bit more focused. I gotta, I gotta tell you, um, I ordered a, I had a lot of ingredients on my pizza. My lips and tongue are still tangling from, I believe it's the pepperoni. It was freaking delicious. It's kind of like a party in your mouth, and everyone's invited. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Is and this are, is this recording part of like the last one, or are we just completely like? That's a very good question. I'm I, I just, in my mind, I've already started a brand new podcast. This is the start of something oh. new. Well, hello. Should we introduce the date then, and like everything that's been happening, or? Hello, humans, and welcome to the Hello Calgary podcast. Freedom of voice. Uh, yeah, sure. If you'd like to, and, and tell them what we're uh, midway through. So, what are we drinking here? All right, well, in the past, I guess, I'm going to call it a break, but I guess it's a new thing. So, before we began, we started with a Campo Viejo Rioja from Spain, from the Tempranillo Grape, a 2022 uh, vintage, and it was delightful. Thank you, Spain. This is mom's go-to. Mom's go-to. Three out of five for intensity, two out of five for complexity, three out of five for fruity. We served it at 15 to 16 degrees Celsius. It was <laughs> just delightful. It said to enjoy with good food and friends. Which and we I did. I think we did that. Yes, we did. We have now then moved on. So this is one that I brought, and I was a little bit nervous about it because it's from Sicily. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Italy makes good wine, always. Mm-hmm. Sicily's kind of that mm, sort of interesting part of Italy when you talk about wine because you have, obviously, uh, Mount Vesuvius. That's where the Corleone family is from, right? Yes. It's where they leave garbage out on the street. There's actually lots of things wrong with Sicily. but is um, Oh, yeah. Loads. It's not good. Um, it's rustic. Rustic? Oh, it's definitely rustic. Some might call mm-hmm. it even charming. Oh, in a very old school Godfather-like way, mm-hmm. um, but we're talking about wine and Sicily. We're talking about Mount Vesuvius. Mm. So the grapes are—I mean, they're grown in like volcanic these vineyards that are very volcanic. Absolutely. So you're going to get a much, much lighter sort of taste to it. And I haven't had it yet. Have you? Yeah, I have it in my glass. And what do you, what, Mom? What do you think? Is it okay? Well, it went down my gourd, so I hadn't paid much attention, but I'm going to start right now. All it's right, like a so volcano erupting in my mouth. <laughs> it's like a volcano in your mouth. And everyone's is excited. This, I mean, <laughs> mom's the best at this because she's like, yep, it drank. It did it. It was good. So I, I find it delightful. I do find it. It's very light. Yep. Yeah, light is a good word. It's a bit crisp. Sweet and fruity. A little peppery. A little peppery. 
<laughs> yeah, truth. That's allowed. That's fine. Doesn't give me a lot to ponder on. Just give me something. some boring. The peppery might be that lingering uh, pepperoni. Nope. You're tasting the pepper. Well, it's described as peppery, so. Oh really? Yeah. And mm. did you say that, or did I just pick up on Lisa, that? Hints of cherry and sweet spices. Peppery. Yeah. It's the same thing. Um, I believe that's paraphrasing. Nope, it's it's exactly <laughs> the same. It's peppery, man. Anyone? Delish. On to the next. Let's go. It's wine. Okay, it's Mom, good. It's, we're, it's been a long day at work. We're far, savoring far this. We can't Peller. just go through. It's not really eight savoring bottles. Wine. This is a sit down and eat a heavy meal and have this with it wine. Paired very well with Village Flatbread Pizza. <laughs> Brought to you by Village Flatbread Pizza. MyVillageYYC.com. Can't wait till they realize Doritos, the sponsor jalapeno you. and cheddar. And jalapeno cheddar. <laughs> Always paired Doritos. well with all wines. <laughs> Again, if Village right. or um, <laughs> Doritos or, well, fuck, even these winemakers, not Peller family... Um, but if any other winemakers want to sponsor mm-hmm. our podcast, we're more than happy to help you. Yeah, we're I mean, accepting sponsorships. Involve sponsorship. Oh. Just free meals? Like, they, like they you're give an us, influencer and you talk about their product. Yeah, they, they give us wine right. mm-hmm. right. and we talk about it. So Nicosia would give us wine and I'd say... This podcast is brought to you by Nicosia. It's delicious, sweet, and peppery. Yeah. But, but he wouldn't say that unless that. it was, because we have integrity. That's right. Uh, oh, if, if, you're a sponsor, if it was a piece of shit, you say it's a piece of shit. Since family, all no, press is good If press. Peller family sent me right. a box of their wine, I would just straight out be like, this is garbage. Yeah, light it up. But maybe they would ha- Maybe people would have because they're like, how garbage could it be? You know what I would do? I would make something with it. I would mix it with Sprite. And fruit. So you understand you're mixing wine with Sprite. Yeah. Like that that's how bad Peller felt. Yeah, Peller, exactly. Like exactly. But I'm saying I wouldn't. But it's that bad. I wouldn't let it rot in my cellar. I would no. use it for something. Oh, that's good. What I would do is probably. Or I'd pour it in with my chicken cacciatore. Or, exactly. Yeah. Sangria? No. Sang- I think that's the drink I was trying to describe was a sangria. No. What's in sangria? Wine. Juice, brandy. Red wine, fruit. And a whole bunch of fruit. You just let it sit for a while. No, Sprite. Or you just go to Costco I and buy their sangria. I think that's the North American version of sangria. Okay. Red wine and Sprite is just... Christmas punch. A Sprite? What, is he, what do you call that? Spritzer. I don't like that. Spritzer. No. Spritzer. 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 No. Spritzer. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much wrong about what you're saying. That's but not a Sprite. I'm just saying like you get almost. some really cold ice cubes and some good, really good Sprite and you mix it with Peller family and so boom, you've got your like literally diluting all the flavor of the wine. Yeah. So that uh, or allowing what was your cocktail of choice that you were talking about earlier? Sorry. What was the cocktail of choice that you'd overdosed on? Uh, Doctor Pepper. Pepper. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that kind of sets the tone for. (laughs) (laughs) I was 17 years old. Yeah. No. (laughs) I would like (laughs) vodka slime. Anybody? (laughs) Whoa! 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 (laughs) Crantini. You still love vodka slime? Are you kidding me? Orange juice with amaretto drink that has something else in it. Screwdriver? No, that's uh, a vodka orange juice. Uh, Gladiator. Yeah, yeah, that's Gladiator. the one. That's the one. Excuse us. He's got his phone open. I, just I can, for reference. That's fine. That's all right. No, that was that was spoken from experience. Right Oof, there. Been there, done that. Oh. I see the wince. He's like Gladiator. Gladiators. Yeah. Man, I forgot all about gladiators. I used yeah. to drink those like they were. Gladiators and Dr. Peppers, man. So chops a lot. Moose yeah. McGuire's, which 
can no longer sponsor us because they're not around anymore. They are. Are they gone? Are they? Where? They moved. Where? I saw a bus shelter sign. They moved somewhere. They, no way. They're, yeah, you're right. They're no longer by um, the, the, the stadium. McMahon Stadium. Because all that's leveled now. I don't know if they're closer to Brentwood or Northland, but I think it's that region. Mm. Wow. Remember, you used to so like McGuire's eat peanuts unofficial on the floor. That's right. The, uh, that's why I loved it. <laughs> Love that place. <laughs> oh, wow. Podcast. You are out there, uh, Miss McGuire's. We'll eat your Thank peanuts. Thank you, allergy Nazis. That's no longer. <laughs> as long as they're still free, right? Allowed. Yeah. And you just throw them on the floor? That's oh. the best. And then all the these people would start reacting. <laughs> Man, so wicked. Hey, as long as it's gluten free, I'm good. So, in our intro questions from last time, we created a whole bunch of topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did want to bring up one that was just for whatever reason not grayed out in my list that we just happened to be talking about already today which was are we really making choices mm. or is this just a show we're watching called life uh, are our choices just very realistic simulations that create the illusion of choice so that's something we could talk about but mm-hmm. we can also talk about swearing <laughs> oh no let's talk about swearing the other one's a wanky topic so why are some words bad what makes some words worse than others i feel what makes swearing work and when does it on? not work hmm? recitation of swearing it cuts call. like a knife <laughs> but it feels so right Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> That's not the poem. second line. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> fuck yeah. It cuts like a knife. It, yeah. Oh, we should do a performance like a, of we that. We should do a performance. Get it? So find I don't it. know if we can actually talk about swearing without that poem. If you can find we it, then to. we can definitely have this discussion. There's no way. I don't know what you're looking at. How are you going to find it this? Be? It's on your phone. It's, it's out there. Anywhere. There's a video out there. Jesus. We found it. Yeah? YouTube it. Oh gosh! And we actually use some of those words that we swearing. Had talked about. Auburn Saloon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's used in a way that it's, it's a good poem. <laughs> no, it's a great poem. I actually think that our use of it in that poem was a justified use of the word that we used that you used. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because we weren't. Yeah. Because it was being meant to show the wrongness of using it. Yeah. Right. It's it's kind of like watching The Office, the mm-hmm. the, the British version, yeah. where like you know everything that's being said is kind of like, t- it, but it's tongue in cheek. We know so that awesome. what he's saying is wrong because yeah, it's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know how to find it, man. What else do you talk about with swearing, though, my friend? Do you have other topics you want to table before we? Oh, see? there are. We also talked about how we should do an episode on movies. Ooh. Because oh, that requires, yeah, that requires research. No, it doesn't. I got no? the research. I used to work at Rogers Video. Well, I got well, the it. easiest way in the topic of movies is top like what what is your top five of all time yeah didn't we do that last time yeah yeah so so how, what do you want to talk about movies for you you said you wanted to have a discussion of movies just, just table all the topics and then choose sure okay we usually have a wheel <laughs> it just um, spins. here's another one is happiness in, oh, do you want the wheel <laughs> well no. no i don't want to talk about I think that we have reality one. in this yeah to laugh or not to laugh an open discussion on laughing and laugh tracks shame on you shame on me Shame is often used as a tool to move people into action, such as shame on us for allowing children to starve when there's $400 trillion in the world. But I have nothing to do with that. That's no, I'm just checking. That's an interesting response. Mm. Made in Canada? As I went through Walmart <laughs> looking for a coffee grinder, I can only find ones made in China. Uh, uh, well, that's just capitalism, isn't it? Our dollar stores would be empty, or at least minimum $2. Can we bring manufacturing back to Canada? Is it our moral? duty to stop importing goods from countries and regions that have recognized human rights abuses 
Just saying. Mm, I don't know. What Too if, political for me. What if you want a pineapple? It's not our fault. We can't grow. Well, pretty soon, thanks to global warming, Over-talking. we will. Over-talking? <laughs> yes. True. Are you, Conversational power play or just plain annoying? No, I just thought I'd over-talk you right mid-sentence. Just, just to make sense give of it, you yeah. the feel of it. When is it appropriate to interrupt? What makes an interjection okay and when is it rude? Is it rude to la- be a loud talker? <laughs> Anyone? No? You feeling this? You want the topics. Here they are, people. Swearing. Can we just go back to swearing? Or movies. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You want me to spin that wheel? Hmm. Well, we can do swearing. If mom wants to do swearing, we can You want to talk about swearing? Yeah. You Someone gave what? us a fuck like, yeah already, kinda, so. It kind of goes along with what we were talking about earlier in the play, which we never got to. Is that song appropriate? Yeah. Can we use it? I listen to it every year at Christmas. It's the greatest Christmas song ever written. And what Which we're talking song? about is the Pogues. And that's Shane McGowan with the lyric, You scumbag, you maggot, you cheap, lousy faggot. He says Ooh. it. Well, he Wait, says it. It's a, yeah, he it's says it. The Happy Christmas, you, you just are. And that's exactly what we're saying. She, so I'm saying she the, says it. She, she says it. it. Actually, Kirsty McCall says yeah. it. Yeah. He comes back with, uh, you're a bum, you're a bum. No, she says you're a bum, you're a punk, you're an old... No, he no. says you're a bum, you're a punk, you're, you're an, an old, old slut. slut on drunk. On slut junk. On, junk. on junk. Calls her a slut on junk? Yeah. Slut on junk. So look. Happy yeah. Christmas, you arse. Anyway. And pray God it's your I last. I pray God it's your last. It doesn't matter if you say it with an Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> no, but look, I think he's not last. a Although maggot. It does help. She doesn't think that he's a maggot, nor does she think that maggots are essentially... In and of oh, themselves. not well, the bad word. She's trying I know, to paint listen, him in a bad light. But just she? wait, just listen. She, she calls she's him you scumbag, you maggot. Word. Okay, you're a scumbag, you're a maggot. Okay, so these are words that it were, it's at the time, brought into the you know popular lexicon to be derivative. When but was like, it written? Like, when was that song? Uh, early 80s. Probably the 80s, yeah. 80s, yeah. Definitely the 80s. And, and they're Irish. Remember, they're Irish. Yeah, it's this on is their first key. Al- it's on the well, Irish first or the Maritimes. It's a key. They're Irish? If I should fall from with God. It's it's uh, if I should fall from grace, like, I love I that song. Um, we, should, we, we should just have a poem. Yeah, but what you're saying, what you're about pokes. to say, is because they are so entrenched with Catholic values. Nope, I was not going to talk about okay. Catholicism <laughs> at all. Mind. Not okay, even so a little then bit. Why would it be? Why would it <laughs> oh, be particularly yeah. important that it's Irish? Because there's there's a vernacular within different parts of the world where certain words aren't offensive. But that word England, would be used fanny. even more in North America. Uh, yeah, well, fair. Fanny. Or minge, right? Like those, (laughs) right? I mean, those words are used, and they're particular vernacular. That one hurt, right? That hurt you. Now, in North America, yes, that word. No one even knows what you're talking about when you say minge. No, the the, the F word. Which one? The Irish. I know what he says. See, when you say the F word, though, clearly we all mean the the fuck word, right? That's the F word. No, I'm a no. He means the C word. No, he means the, the F-A-G, G, etc., etc. That's what he's saying by F-word. No, not for Minge. No, we're talking, not talking about Minge anymore. We're going back to the Pogue song. Okay, look, look. Okay, North America and Ireland used the term faggot in the same context in the 80s. Like, I don't think but culturally it's one more than the other. It was a word that was out there and used. Mm-hmm. But, but how do we I feel w- about it? I agree. Uh, well, now it's a very different... Mm-hmm. When it's I heard okay, that lyric the, the first time the in the 80s, so I didn't think of a, a person right. being gay. I, I don't know about you, 
but I hear you scumbag, you maggot, you cheap lousy faggot. I just hear a person cursing a person out with like, as many bad words as they can come up with. Let's be honest but for the time. Honestly, let's just look at the word though. But right? wait, so maggot. Before you do that, is, okay. They're together. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they they're a couple. Oh, yeah. right? right. Like, obviously, she's not calling him I a faggot. Been so as in, well, so could anyone. Are we talking about the toxicity of a? Uh, you took my of dreams. that type of relationship? No, no, he's just saying it's not Life literal. It's not literal. Like the right? word, it might exactly. literally have been used just because it rhymes with maggot. Oh, if I, we're being completely I think that's honest, a like a big part of it. Yeah. Well, I think maggot and was the used because it. it rhymed with faggot. Oh, you think the maggot came before? Hundred percent, it did. You're, you're not. You're like you're trying to curse someone out. You're trying to find the most heinous words you can. So she called him a scumbag, and she wanted to call him a faggot, but maggot so, rhymes really and well. I can think of a a movie in which that same insult is used. Is it the commitments? To emasculate. No, but probably it's probably in there. But commitments. I'm but thinking of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, in which oh. Kate Winslet's character calls Jim Carrey's character the same word. And Why? Because she's mad at him. She wants to emasculate him. Like, it's a way of okay. trying to demean a straight person, yeah. man, a straight man, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I think, honestly, in the 80s and 90s, that that was a to call a straight guy gay or to to, to imply or outwardly mm-hmm. call a straight person gay was a serious threat. I would have been. Th- I remember um, it was a joke to tell someone to check to see if their fingernails were dirty and if they. Oh went, yeah, and if you look this way, you it look, means you're gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if you look this way, it means you're which gay. Which way? Which way? Which is you're looking at the back of your hand. Yeah. With your fingernails pointed towards you, that was gay. If you curl the palm of your hand and you curl your fingers towards you, that yeah. was not gay. I remember that, yeah. And and so there was this threat to masculinity, to heteronormativity in a 90s male, at least I came of age in the 90s. I was in high school in the 90s. And yeah, there was, a, there was homophobia that was rampant and for the most part latent and like internalized. You know, like I still saw Philadelphia and still sympathize with Tom Hanks's character, but yeah, in my actual life, I was still living homophobically, right? Like I True. didn't did never think that any of my male friends could possibly be gay. Okay, but would it have upset you if they were? It never occurred to me, and I think that's part of it. The the fact that I didn't allow for that possibility. Yeah. And so, therefore, let's say, like, so if one of my friends had realized they were gay or mm-hmm. were gay, would they have felt comfortable coming to me? Probably not, because I probably was passively and maybe sometimes actively homophobic in the language that I used. Yeah. I might have used that word, right? And so, in that but case, I- it's more, it's more implicit to just casually use a word but i think if as an insult as saying that is systemic but me using it is personal right totally, so totally. let's say at this table there's four of us and one of us is gay and i'm just casually using the fag word out you know as an insult to try and think what's the worst thing i could call a person what's the worst insult i could use and it's that word and yeah, I'm not thinking of it as gay. I'm just thinking of it as slander towards a person. But if I'm gay, I'm thinking they're Don't using. Don't admit that I'm gay. Right. I'm not yeah. gonna. Yeah. Right. Because totally. The message is, 
the worst thing I could think to call you is what you are. Yeah. And the slang for what that is, right? Totally. Yeah. So, how did we get to this point? Like, how did we start this conversation? So, in the Are 80s we allowed and 90s, to play this song? I think <laughs> I would not yeah. play that song. Just like the Shut Dire Straits song. Up. Really? The, I want my MTV, I think. I've heard it on the radio, and I think they take that verse out where they say the little like right F word with the earring no, and the... the it's, it's, how does it go? So I going in. Yeah, deeply yeah. hear what you're saying. Like I deeply, well, we don't deeply, get to that lyric. It's one of the two. <clears throat> but what's a scumbag? It's deep like, into the song. Let's go back and look at that word. Like, what is where we sing it. Where did that come from? It's what's scum. Deep into the song. What is scum? Like, 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 I think you know, there's enough. So scum is like what you scrape off. I like it too. Not a scuzzy mud puddle. You know, it's like filth. It's dirt. It's grime. And a scumbag would be a bag of dust. Like a bag of shit. A maggot is the larvae of a fly that grows on rotting corpses. Just pull a maggot again. And a faggot is slander for a homosexual man. It could also be a bunch of sticks lit on fire to burn witches or gay people. We don't know. Let's ask Chris McCall. I actually don't think it's gay people. I don't think it's gay people either. Right, but it actually is. Like I, I could, you know what? Sorry. I could easily. I don't know. When I was, this <laughs> is the nineties, late nineties. Maybe you're right. Late nineties. Right. No, come on. Late nineties. I was in culinary school. A local culinary school. Infectious is a Red Seal chef. Everyone, just so you all know, this man can cook you a dinner, and he has not cooked me one yet. But I'm waiting for it. Thank you. And I remember being 18 years old in culinary school, and this. Older, middle-aged, possibly in as late as his 60s chef, white, I think he was from Germany, demonstrated a skill to me. And one other guy, we were all white. And it was something like dicing a, an onion or something like that. And he was showing us because we were strong students and we were leaders. And just off, offhandedly, he said, okay, now you go show the, wet, the rest of the N-words. Oh, really? Yeah. I walked away. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And he was German? He was German. Not surprising. <laughs> That's a gross generalization. And well, I remember, they did start the Holocaust. If we, and well, not all of them. <laughs> and I remember looking at my buddy and being like, oh, I can't believe he just said that, right? But um, he was joking. But, and to him, it was a harmless joke. It's so bad. If I do the same thing in my astronaut profession, right? Totally. Like, it's just, it meant nothing to him because I wasn't black. The other kid wasn't black. He wasn't black. To us, to us, to him, it was like, I'll just throw that word out. Yeah, yeah. Because it doesn't impact us, right? But you, and, and that's awful. Like, it's terrible. You did that today, like, you could end up fired and in the newspaper and probably should at least fired right but, but he's trying to evoke a laugh yes. from you quietly yes. do you yes. think he was trying to evoke a laugh or just yeah it was or was he just meant as to... a joke it was meant as a joke so this is something to consider guys no matter how mindful you are generationally speaking time is going to catch up mm-hmm. you are going to fall behind the sort of the zeitgeist of the time yeah. your humor your worldviews, your perspectives will become dated mm-hmm. and as we've seen with our elder relatives you will say things that 
you only mean in terms of like enjoyment and joking and camaraderie and community but you will not realize that times have moved on and it is no longer an acceptable f comment mm -hmm. and i don't think that any of us can escape that we can be as mindful as possible you might True. slow the tide yeah. you may be a little bit more aware than your contemporaries but mm -hmm. it's a natural process what are you asian what <laughs> i'm just it doesn't make sense yeah no i was just trying to use what i had that's all i had left well, but it, it's, it's... I was like, I can't make fun of anyone no, but else but my I'm own, thinking, right? Yeah. I'm thinking about jokes. You, you know, like our brother-in-law's father and jokes he made at Christmas or like jokes my well, father made Well, one of the that jokes we that we heard as a kid was, what am I? And then... Gay? Right. Insert, yeah, insert the or, persecuted or culture else, yeah. whoever else, right? Yeah. Throw them in there to insult them, but insult the other person by saying they're either cheap or they're poor or they're right mm -hmm. whatever you're equating point, to that culture we know that that's we wrong. all know asians rule so. and also how does it work when, like <sighs> it doesn't work when we all said that which we all did let's not like the f word pretend the we, bad f word or said things like what are you insert like pejorative yeah insert pejorative i maybe this is even the worst part of it we didn't mean what we said you know what i mean like i wasn't actually thinking like yeah. oh my god like but I wasn't. You were trying to be offensive, if, but in a funny way. In a way that right. your friends would understand that you're being offensive in a funny way. Yes. But also, so let's say it's a homophobic slur. What are you? Homophobic slur, right? Oh. The assumption in using that slur is that nobody in your company is that thing. Right. So that doesn't actually refer to that person. Mm -hmm. right. So therefore, you're not actually insulting anyone in your company. Yes. Good right? Point. So you've got this heteronormative assumption that you're in the company that's not going to be offended by that. They'll understand the irony of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you are that person, and let's say, especially in the 90s, if you're a gay person who has not come out to his friends, which is very likely in the 90s, yeah. then you're going to hear that and it's just going to confirm your own self-loathing. Mm-hmm. Or fear of like, or fear of being ostracized, uh, being open. Yeah, but again, it's bigger because yeah. none of us were trying to really hurt anyone. No, and that's the thing. None of us said it because we wanted to hurt someone. Right. Unfortunately, it was like a laughs thing. It was uh, yeah, right. Just uh, I'd <clears> like <throat> to say that most of us, if someone had said, "Hey, man, I'm actually gay." Oh, that we'd be like, "Oh shit, sorry, man." I'm so sorry. Like, yeah, I did not mean to offend you, right? <clears throat> do you find though most that of we us were more able that. to do that back then? It's just like, "Oh damn, I'm so sorry." I think we were able to apologize a little bit more openly. I think, you know, there was an innocence. Previously? No, I don't think so. I think there was a bit more of an innocence of just like, "Uh, I didn't realize how dumb I was being." I, I knew it, but but that <laughs> might be a stage of life because I find people are better now at being. At apologizing because there's an awareness. I think people are never going out on that limb. Yeah, there's. Mm -hmm. I disagree. You don't think so? <sighs> people who go out on those limbs are named Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle. <laughs> like no one goes out on that limb for a laugh anymore, because it's just too. You don't know what the crowd is. No, out no. There. I thought you were saying mm -hmm. just in general, people are open to apologizing when they. They are, but I'm saying like no one has anything left to apologize about. No one's going to sit there. And say like. It's, I'm not going to sit beside him and be like, what are you? Yeah. Insert pejorative because this is too we just know land, you can't. Right? Yeah. There was a time when we were just like, yeah, we're just joking. We're just joking. We're all just joking. We're just trying to have a good time. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, no, 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 no. I'm just like trying not to offend anyone. There's no, a different that's, mentality. That's not apologizing. That's just fine. 
So if you're saying, did people used to justify it and say, you don't have the right to be offended? Yeah, I they used to do that a lot. And mm-hmm. I'd say now, like mm-hmm. our, our exa- conversation about like the neighbor's app and someone putting on something and how quick people were to mm-hmm. apologize when offense was felt, even though perhaps it wasn't intended. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. people now are quick to apologize. But what you're talking about is not apologies saying, I was just kidding, I didn't mean, uh, you know, I was just having no, fun. No, but it's since, there's a sincerity to a person. Like, if you actually found yourself in a position where you've actually insulted someone, there's a bigger sincerity to the way we were, in my opinion, than the way we are. No, but hold on. I just want to... No, saying, you hold on. No, no, but I know I just... I'm, I'm just I saying wanna, that, like... What you're saying. I'm not saying that, like... You have brought this on. I'm not saying that, like, there, there isn't the opposite where people are just, like defensive and just like trying to sweep it under the rug in the past absolutely there's that side but i think when you truly get down to it there was a more innocent vulnerable individual when we were making these jokes than the informed individuals that we've become who are cautious now we're more cautious and and informed than we were back then where we were more playful and ignorant but no but hear what i'm saying because it's an important point your example in that your first example of how we, people used to apologize more by saying, oh yeah, I was just having fun, like nothing was meant by it, I was just enjoying myself. That's absolutely not an apology. That's a justification of what you said. And it's basically saying, you don't actually have the right That to is be. a justification, I agree, but that's so, not what I said was okay. No, but that was the example you gave. I'm just that is not you the example I gave. Okay. We can go back to the tapes. We can go back to the tapes. <laughs> We're gonna have to go back to the tapes. back, we've back. actually oh, never done that. My example <laughs> is the people who has actually offended someone who could actually, uh, like I was just joking I wasn't trying to offend you there's a difference the other person's just like nah I'm just trying to sweep this on the rug you're taking this too much you're taking this too far I was just making jokes there's that person and then there's the person who's just like I was just making gay jokes because everyone else was making gay jokes and I didn't realize how much this was oppressing you that example that you just gave is a justification not an apology okay I think yeah and I do think there is like there's a it's a spectrum right so like there is a there's a line between i've offended a person i'm gonna justify what i was doing so you understand i was never meaning to offend you or there's a i've offended a person you're correct that i offended you and what i did was wrong and i apologize right so rather than saying don't be like there's a line between saying you're being too sensitive because I didn't mean to offend you. Yeah. And a line between saying I apologize for offending you because I was being insensitive, right? So I don't know. You know, I think there was a lot of gray area in between this, but there is a, a lot of it is the perception of the individual who's been offended that's really important, right? And at the end of it, do they feel like you think less of them as a person? Or do they feel like now you understand them more as a person, right? So it's yeah. like, are the, do they think you're going to walk away and tell more gay jokes when they're not around? Or have you stopped telling gay jokes because you've just realized it's offensive, right? That's right. So is there an apology for the behavior and uh, kind of an agreement that I'm not going to continue it? Or is there a, I, it's kind of like, oh, I'm sorry yeah. you're offended by that. Oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. I'm sorry you thought I wasn't joking, you know? Or is it, I'm sorry I offended you, right? So there's kind of, you know what I mean? It's like- I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. 
I thought I was demonstrating both sides. I thought I was showing you that like one person is like actually apologetic while the other person is simply sweeping it under the rug. Maybe I'm just displaying both as like excuses, right? That's what you're saying? Both of the examples I've given are excuses for like their behavior. Mom. Are we in marriage counseling? What's happening? No, no, I'm asking you. I, I, I don't know where, this, like, in this. This is when you make your intimacy request. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, this, I, I'm asking you, like, your what? What is that? Intimi What's an intimacy request? <laughs> Have you seen, uh... Nope. <laughs> Obviously Donnie not, because I'm, I'm actually very intrigued. So Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays are mom's intimacy days. These oh. are the days when she can request for intimacy. Rub my back. Make me supper. Pour me a drink. And Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays are the prophet's intimacy days. What does that mean? Do I not get to ask to have a drink poured on Wednesday? No. No. Because oh, those shit. are his intimacy days. Sorry. Because <laughs> you'll, you'll have yours poured on Wednesday. Donnie Brasco? No. No. I, I don't remember that uh, scene. You have hmm. not? And then he's like, I got an intimacy request for him. <laughs> it's very intimate. You can take that bill he's going to send us, roll it up nice and tight, and shove it up his ass. <laughs> It's Donnie Brasco. We're not, not talking about movies right scene. now. <laughs> well, we kind of are. Cop? We are kind of like yeah. tying movies into this. Nope, and they go not, to marriage counseling. Mm, As we'll an undercover cop? It was, I don't know. It seems to be right? naturally interwoven into Anne the whole conversation. Have we talked about Charlie died. Chaplin yet? Because we're not Anne talking Hesh? about movies then. Oh, yeah. Hey, she's dead now, eh? Car crash. Yeah, that was... um. You know what? I How do I put this without sounding like an asshole? Um, you can't. Don't say it. Yeah. <laughs> Hold that thought. Pin that thought. You saw what happened to me. Why Don't get canceled. Don't why? get canceled. Evan. No, no, seriously. Why should I have to? Like We had an episode she on She literally got wasted yeah. and then crashed her car like 30 feet into someone's house. Yeah. And like, am I supposed to be like... Wow, Anne Hesh, I'm really sorry. Uh, no, but it's sad. You're like addicted it is to sad math that, like, or she had a lot like, of issues, and well, that's how it played out. Yeah, but I guess. there are lots of people who have lots of issues who don't have to crash a car 30 feet into someone's house. You know what's sad? Was just just her way of being like, "Hey, guys, I'm still around. My name's Anne Hesh." Like, oh. who honestly remembered she was alive? Quite honestly, but Actually, how many people go through that anyway? Anne Hesh also went through uh, like a struggle with her identity around her sexuality. So did Ellen right? DeGeneres. Well, they dated, didn't they? That's right. Yeah. Yep, they and did. last I saw, Ellen? Ellen didn't crash her car 30 feet into someone's house. No. Nor did, how about the woman who just won Best uh, Supporting Actress for uh, West Side Story, right? Uh, I mean, who literally came out as queer in her acceptance Oscar speech. speech yeah. yeah, she's not crashing a car into houses. I'm just saying, no. Anne Hash be better. Oh, well, I think she had issues with it addiction. It is too late. But at least she gave her organs abuse, to someone so. else. This is good. The family did wait till she was an organ donor for, like, mm -hmm. many people, which is good. I mean, that, if that's what you can do, that's yeah. what you can do. Ah, I did my will today. I should probably put that in there. <gasps> the oh. organ stuff? Yeah, like, I, I'm definitely an organ donor. Don't I mean, you I'm, do that on your driver's license? Yeah, well, maybe that's it. Mind. Okay, yeah. You I still said do it on I your take driver's everything. license? I said take everything. Why not? I mean, I don't need it. I don't you, know about the, the research, though. No one Have wants... all the organs. I don't want to... Yeah, no. Like, body for research? Oh, really? my God. To a women's college? Hells yeah. Yeah, not yeah. where you're going to end up, man. My body to a no, women's college? No, some dude's going to take <laughs> your, Enjoy, your special parts and put <laughs> them in your mouth fun. and freak out his, like, student friend. Like, that's... It's going to go bad. No, you don't want to be the hey, research subject. You know what doesn't like, matter? I'm dead. It doesn't really matter. Like, yeah, I won't know anything. It doesn't matter. kind of my thought. I don't want to see my junk in my Ain't nobody want my liver, though, so it's all right. I donated only my junk. And your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Stop. 
do I just your ween? Just my wiener. My wiener. Yeah. My ween. <laughs> Donate the peen only. The snake. You can have my snake. <laughs> Is that what they call it? One-eyed snake. Uh, they, that has been a thing that's been that said. Yes. Like the one-eyed trouser peen. snake. We say peen and like yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we're we're we're, we're just imagine that this is how you talk. We're weird, and sometimes we're just like, sometimes we're like, oh, your penis, and if you extend it a little bit, like it just makes it more less awkward to well, talk. The word about, itself right? is not that fun to say. It is a great word. P- what? Uh, two so, syllables is too many. What kind of a word? It is a fun word. What fun word? word. Penis. Penis. It's actually so fun that in some you're high school pep rallies. They'll just People shout will it. just shout it out. Because they love the pernit. Yeah. Penis. Penis. It never gets old, that word. Or I, drawing it. I will, oh, I know. Or okay, here's it. what I don't get. And I don't. maybe this is like shaming people as well. Why do guys always draw penises in books? Yeah. Like, why don't guys draw vaginas? They do. Because they've never seen one. Do they? Could be it. No, they don't. It's, yeah. really it's a flower. It requires a little bit more. No, but the legs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's, there's a lot to draw. Which part do you choose? <laughs> Mom. There's so a whole... That is probably why you draw penis. With like, what are you going to do? internet, it's so easy nowadays. Like, There's a whole TV give me, series honestly, give me, based give me on Give me 0.75 seconds. I can draw you one. But what do you want to focus on? 0.75. What? Jesus. All okay. of it. Hold on. What were you going to draw? A vagina. A vagina. Or what? a vulva. Did you not even say... I said a ginus. That's a what our boys ginus? used to call it. Yeah. <laughs> I was ginus. like, how, how male-centric is that, that when they learn body parts, they were like, well, if I have a penis, the female equivalent must be ginus. <laughs> like, <laughs> a vaginus. <laughs> they didn't even have the V part. They just do that. It was just a ginus. <laughs> Fucking public school. Do better. But when you say you're going to draw a vagina, you probably mean vulva. <laughs> I mean the whole thing. <laughs> okay. I'm talking the whole... I think he needs to draw it. Oh, How long do you need? 0.45 seconds? Where's Point your 0.75 seconds. Where's your... What, On your what extra you sketch? Artist point of well, What's your point well of he's going to draw it for you in I mean, 0.75 seconds. Don't you have time for this? The focal point should always be the clitoris. We know this, right? So that's yeah. the focal Damn, you point. That I've yeah. heard that. I don't believe it. <laughs> Get drawing there, pal. Fake news, except it absolutely is not. <laughs> well, okay. What I mean... We could listen to you or we could listen to me. I mean, obviously, one of us is an expert here, so... I'm agreeing with you. Thank you. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you see American Graffiti? No. What's it called? American no, Vandal? I'm not 70. <laughs> no, not well, American Graffiti. American Vandal. No. No. <laughs> I feel it like this is, is why we can't do our movie talk, because you're going to talk about obscure shit okay. like this that no one knows. Well, like, we should all watch it and then have an episode on it. It's a mockumentary, limited series, uh, about an investigative, like, I guess it's an investigative documentary to find out who is responsible for spray painting penises on oh, all the teachers' okay. cars in the staff parking <laughs> yeah, yeah. lot. My wife was talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. It's Damn. a, it's it a mockumentary? Perfect. It's or a mockumentary. A, right, yeah, yeah. And it is the probably, I would rank it Careful. in the top Careful. three mockumentaries I've ever okay. seen. Why? What do you think is the best one? Well, he's going to put the it in the top. mockumentary? Don't say this is Spinal Tap. Best in oh, show. Why not? But it is. It's one of the best. I have to wholeheartedly agree with the you first. on that. Yeah, best in show has to be. Yeah. yeah. That's why in the top three, it's mm-hmm. like best in show is definitely 
definitely in my top one. I love Best in Show. Top one. Which Get, is her beanie, it, Get her beanie, baby. Get her beanie, baby. Because it's the oh same God. thing. It's it's the same people as this is yeah. Spinal Tap. It's just yeah, it is. It is. years years removed. But uh, yeah, it's, no, I'm good. I'm it's, wait for the next one. This Excuse is Spinal me? Tap Finish is good. What? What? Mom, what the fuck? That's is not going how on? we. No, welcome. That's to not the how we do no, this. I had you, some. I had some. You oh, you save it. You I'm drink for the, the next wine. one. I don't have to try a little bit more. <laughs> try a little bit harder. Give me the bottle. That's it. This is this is happening right here. This is Spinal Tap is a brilliant movie, and I actually worked with a guy who thought that Spinal Tap was a real band. Yeah. And I, I had asked him if he'd ever seen the documentary This is Spinal Tap. And he's like, no, I would never watch it. Like, why not? Punch it, Because it's about one of the worst rock bands that ever existed in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, gosh. There what are, about Things We Do in the Shadows? Would that be a mockumentary, yeah. do you think? Because like, um, nah. if so, yeah. let's put it in oh, there. Oh, I guess it it's is. Up there. Is it's that up exactly... There. Well, yeah, it's it is. up there. But in that same way, so is The Office then. Yeah, but yes. The Office is the TV show. That's yeah. different. What We Do in the Shadows... Oh, True. The TV and show What We Do in the Shadows is fucking hilarious. You yeah, all seen that? Both good. Seen the movie and the TV show. Are good. Ooh, so good. I couldn't believe yeah. it. I um, I've never seen the movie. Jermaine is, I love Jermaine. So, Jermaine yeah. Clement. I mean, you know, I always, I'm always more inclined to try to like Brent because, or Brett, because <laughs> Brit, Brit, because Jermaine's everywhere, right? Yeah. But I mean, but Brit, that's post. Post flight, flight. but yeah. Brett doesn't get a lot of like. I mean, oh, I he wrote Brett. shit for Moana. Yeah. He does a lot of things behind the scenes. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. Where Jermaine is more like... The voice out of it. Out there. Jermaine's it. more like, oh, I'm Jermaine Clement. Look at me. I'm in a whole bunch of things. Yeah. 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 He's Brit. Uh, so, have you ever seen Flight of the Brit? Concords? Yeah, Brit. Yeah, Flight of the Concords. Yeah, Brit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brit. He's cute. He's like a He's cute... the bearded guy. He looks like uh, infectious here. A little bit. There are only two of them in the show. It's been a while. One of them has a beard. Oh, Flight of the Concords. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I didn't see that. I saw the... I'm thinking of the movie. Oh, there was a movie. No, I'm you thinking of... You said in the shadows. Well, that's yes. Jermaine. You won't know Brett uh, then. All right. Okay. Brett. Well, Jermaine... You know who we were talking about when we say Jermaine? Yes. So him and Brett, they're actually two members of a band a called Flight of the Concords okay. that existed before the TV show came out. Kind of. And they created but the show they around like their songs. But were they like a fake band any like, well, they were the a, real band. They're a joke band, is yeah, what they, they were. were a yeah, joke yeah. band. But they so they played. made this TV show called Flight of the Concords for HBO. Yeah, which is like true to like. I mean, it's New Zealand, but like true to like English form. Six episodes per season, done. Yeah, and yeah. then two seasons. That's it. I don't even think it was a special. That's all. Awesome. No, nope. I don't think there was two seasons. Yeah, but they're <gasps> so right. like their music, like. I'm the hip hop hippopotamus. My lyrics are bottomless. I'm the motherfucking mother flipping hip hop hippopotamus. Yeah, yeah. Or the looking around the room. I can tell that you are definitely the most beautiful girl in the room. <laughs> and walking down the street, depending on the street, you're definitely in I, the top I three. Don't remember all of it. It is. It is. They are hilarious. So depending on the street. <laughs> You could be a part-time model. <laughs> what about, you know what you sh we should rewatch? And actually we should have our children watch and just get feedback. It's oh, this never goes well. 
Faulty Towers. Oh, oh yeah. my yeah, God. That's, that's a tough I call, bet there's lots that's of that. Tough draw. Remember him beating that poor Spaniard so over good. the head all the time? Uh, well, Manuel deserved <laughs> it. Manuel needs to be better. Okay. Oh, Manuel. That is. Okay. And what was it? What was actually more problematic, obviously, is Manuel was a Andrew Sachs. He's like a complete <clears throat> white person. Oh, man. Like, oh, yeah. just he was pretending to be Spanish the whole way. Oh, He's gosh. a completely white English speaking person. But. Yeah. Again, that's a time and a place sort of thing. Like, so you're not cool okay, with James Franco time. playing uh, James Franco playing the leader of Cuba, right? I mean, okay, that's bad because we know better now. <laughs> like we do. You know there when I think the shift was Tropic but, Thunder. Before we do this, I was going to say Tropic Thunder. Oh, it really yeah. is the breaking point. Yes, but, yet, but you know something? So it, don't you feel it's wrong <laughs> that you can't make that movie today? Doesn't that tell you everything? That we love that movie so much. No, but but hold on, hold oh, on a second though. I love that movie. It's, I, yeah, I love that. But movie. it's all played so tongue in cheek though. Like yeah. Robert Downey Jr. purposefully is do is donning yes. like blackface. That's what because because they realize how absurd it is to have a completely white person yeah. don. It's it's the same Going thing. Full with, character actor. Like, it's the same with the oh thing man. when they say oh like my God. you know what you should say when they say you got to go full retard. Yeah, like you understand. <laughs> You understand the absurdity of what they're saying. Yes. That's what makes it a comedy. Because good comedy means you you're laughing yeah. because you know what is being said is completely absurd. That's what makes a good comedy. No one actually thinks that mm-hmm. people who are white should don blackface and yeah. pretend to be black. And yet or, people yeah. did. Yes. So are they, were but they, because now well, we that's realize why, that's why it was a turning point. Or were they just yeah. woke? Were they just woke? Oh, they were. Wo- I they think were they were like, woke. Well, I, I think they were kind of woke. I think that, no, the Tropic Thunder people were totally. completely well, woke. I don't know, yeah, fully aware of what they were. Let's up to. look at yeah. that, and that's why it makes it so good. And yeah. I don't, I don't know. Actually, what year did it come out? Like twenty early two thousands. Early two thousands. Yeah. yeah. Uh, were there any black people in the cast in playing major roles? Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. The other black guy in the group with them. Yeah. I can't remember who. They so had one. They did. Like a they younger did, yeah. black guy, just like okay. man, you, we're not rolling. <laughs> you don't have to do the accent anymore, and he was okay. right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but even if they I'd didn't, I have to watch it. I do, and I even if they didn't, would it matter though? Like, because that's the whole point. That's the whole point. That's exactly. The, the whole point is like you have a whole cast of white people, mm-hmm. one of whom, like, it's it's almost the absurdity of like, well, we can't find a black actor, so this they white guy's going to dress in black. So they had this, a black actor. Yeah. <laughs> So that's the thing, like, you didn't, even if they didn't even have better. one. Even yeah. better, yeah. exactly. But the black actor's not actually playing, the like, black. the black actor. I mean, yeah. that is yep. woke. It, it was actually, it... Except, look, can I say one thing? We just... I don't know. Sometimes realize, you yell at me. I don't. That's never <laughs> happening. But that's... Sorry. <laughs> we're on the same page. We both think that they were woke in this movie. However, just an observation. Danny McBride was in that movie. So can you realistically say a movie with Danny McBride was a woke piece Well, that was before. <laughs> well, was that, but, okay, sometimes people aren't rapists until they are rapists. You know what I mean? Like, are they exposed Jesus. as rapists? Well, no, but you, I, yeah, until uh, exposed, yeah. You, you can't, I mean, you can cast one in a, in a, in a movie and hmm. if you don't know they've done bad things, right? Like, okay. I don't and know McBride what to say to that. is playing himself. Like, he's, he doesn't depart from character. No. Right? Well, he's the fire work. Yeah. Scumbag, yeah, exactly. Wait, but I, I guarantee you now, if they made a movie, Danny McBride would not be in it with what we now know. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's just. Oh, actually, I actually don't know what we know. Yeah, about I was going to say. What? I just thought he's like scuzzy. Oh, no, he, he, I should look he definitely raped people. Oh. Yeah, he's what? a straight up rapist. Oh, dear. 
Yeah. Uh, the guy from that seventy show, talk. right? It's Danny. What? That seventy show? Is that that guy? Who's Danny McBride? Is the fireworks engineer in? Um, yeah, he's just kind of. Who's the other McBride then? Why is Danny McBride bad then? Is that Danny McBride? Nope. Yeah, that's Danny McBride. Okay, that, right okay I'm thinking of someone else. That's who comes up. Yeah. Who's the other McBride from the 70s show then? Well. God, we've, we well, just, why, is, why is Danny oh, McBride oh, bad? Oh, he's the just cool really stoner harsh dude. And like, Sorry? Yeah. The stoner dude. Who is now? Who oh, is, yes. Oh, that's what I'm thinking about. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. The curly he do? hair and the glasses. Yes. What he rape people. He's a stone cold rapist. So did Bill Cosby. And right. When but you look back at Bill Cosby's comedy, Bill okay. Cosby is a filthy animal. Yeah, yes, but can but you go back and watch his stuff now? Can you enjoy it for Danny what it is? Masterson. Oh, Danny. Danny I'm sorry. I, I guess I'm thinking Danny Masterson. My bad. Like, do you totally shun all Bill Cosby stuff now? Do you well, like literally? Actually, I think you have to look actually, back on so it and go like, nope. I personally, yes. Um, mm. And. Because it is all about Cosby. Like the show, the Cosby show, is Bill Cosby. It's all about totally. him. It's, it's all life. around him. It's a, there's another show that I'm in full support of, which is Transparent. Have you seen that show? No. Nope. I highly recommend it. It has, uh, oh shoot, what's the name? The dad from Arrested Development. Uh, Jeffrey George, Tambor. George, yeah, Jeffrey Tambor. And he plays a trans woman. So, uh, a father in his late sixties, like almost seventy years old, he comes uh-huh. out as transgender, and it's a excellent show. It's excellent. I highly recommend it. He won awards for that. He Absolutely, did. he, he did. did. Yeah. The show did, and it was all well deserved. But how does that take away? It from has the girl from Field of Dreams, the little girl. Did you see the Field of, Field of Dreams? Like Uncle the original Field of Dreams from yeah. the eighties. Yeah. yeah, she's a little girl, and those she chokes on a hot dog and Field of Dreams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's in it, but she's in her thirties. She's so good. Oh, and that's sad because the so, doctor saves her, but to do so, he has to like leave to his. his yeah, oh, yeah. so I she's in it. This. But so the part Can't of this that what? I'm getting to is that Jeffrey Tambor. They actually they had intended for that show to be about ten seasons long. They canceled it after four seasons and a special because Jeffrey Tambor was, uh, what do you call it, accused of sexual harassment. Within the show? Of one of the trans women who were in the show. So, so in that case, and he, so there, you can Google it. He uh, basically, there was a moment, and actually the trans woman that he, um, who said that that he, Assaulted. So, what's another word that's Accosted, less aggressive? Um, Harassed, I guess. Yeah. Or assaulted, uh, is a young trans woman, and um, I guess on set he was in his costume, Jeffrey Tambor, and he said, "You look stunning. I want to, I want to attack you sexually," as a joke in front of other people, and then later on that same day he cornered her and like stood on her feet so she couldn't move and like thrusted into her where she could feel his penis pushing up against her okay and that's what he did and um second part of that story is yeah the first first part is like uh, an old white guy being an idiot yeah second part is like yeah that's Mm -hmm. that's gross um but i would watch that show because that show is about so much more than jeffrey tambor and it's Honestly, I feel like watching that show just made me okay. a more 
Because it's not he's not the focus. Well, he he is the main character, but it's the whole show in general. It's or Arrested Deve- or not Arrested Deve- the previous show. Uh, Transparent. No, no, Cosby show. Cosby show. No, no. Oh. What's the? He was in uh, Modern Family. You'd watch Modern Family and be no, like, that's nah, fine. He wasn't in Modern Oh, Family. I thought he was. No, he was in Arrested Ted Development. Bundy was in, in or not Ted Bundy. Al Bundy? Al Bundy. Al Bundy. <laughs> From Married with Children. Right. Yeah. Right. I forget the actor's name. I think that's who you're thinking of. But no, he was. I, Ed O'Neill? Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. Who has never been accused of anything bad, by the no. way. No, so not that know. I know. Yeah. So I would watch Transparent because He's I believe the in the show. Well, it's got a better message. It's got a better message. But should you stop watching something just because of the indiscretion so, of the actress fair, who did it? Like, and this is my point. And so the Cosby show, because it's Cosby, and because what Cosby did was so... It's pretty grossly Premeditated, heinous. predatory, sadistic, like... And also hypocritical. Sociopathic. Like, when you see... Like, you know he was doing this when he was filming... The Cosby Show. Yeah. So he's putting on this persona of being this upstanding, you know, Doctor Doctor Huxtable, Doctor Huxtable, right? Yeah. When really he's in reality. But let's be honest, the Cosby Show sucked. Right. <laughs> it wasn't that funny. Probably. Right. right? It was bringing black 80s. people to the masses. But it was loved. What was and funny? He was a yeah. Black yeah. That was love because it was bringing black people to the masses. Yep. But it wasn't that funny. He, but he also played but it. What was funny? His stand-up it. was hilarious. His stand-up prior to that. Before all this shit went Bill down, Bill Cosby played a good, him, loving. That was great comedy. Husband, like he, yeah. it was a uh, good uh, stand-up character, he, kind he, of like Reginald Bell Johnson in Family Matters, right? Let's like, take uh, Michael Jackson. Yep. We uh, all know Michael Jackson did some things. We can argue that. We can argue that forever. Mm-hmm. That like no, nothing happened. But no, it did. It did. And when I listen to Beat It or I listen to Thriller, unfortunately, they're damn good songs. Yeah. And yeah. I have made the separation. Right. But the also, separation between this monster that he on. became Jeffrey and the music Tamper's that he made. Jeffrey Tamper is also a damn yeah. good actor, but he's also a terrible human being. Okay, but the work he did, when you watch it... Okay, I recently heard the, the principal in Ferris Bueller's. I hate even bringing it up. What did he do? He took pictures of some underage kid, 17 or whatever. Mm. Some boy. Hasn't he been like 100 years anyway, old forever, though? Whatever it was, he didn't get fully canceled. He's still getting work. Mm-hmm. It... Doesn't change that he did some heinous things, and when he was in Ferris Bueller's, he did some amazing things. Yeah. And when I watched that movie, oh, I'm Rooney, sorry, the principal. yeah, Rooney, he oh, did okay, great. Yeah. And I, and mm-hmm. he, despite everything, despite the fact that maybe, yeah, he did take advantage of some people, the work itself, I, I have made the separation artistically of mm-hmm. like that's a great piece of work. Yeah, what he did was heinous and awful. Same thing with Bill Cosby. Yeah, that stand-up comedy in the beginning was great. Michael Jackson, great music. Mm-hmm. I've separated it, and I don't know if I should. Yeah. Current mentality is like, you shouldn't. You should hold them accountable for their actions and think about the horrible things, but I can't. Mm-hmm. Because when I hear the... Tr- <laughs> when I hear Michael Jackson, the truth of music that comes through in that guy, you can't tell me that like, oh, well, I'm going to paint it with this brush to- that he became a monster because, unfortunately, <laughs> for me, is that the pureness of it still stands. Yeah. yeah. Also, Michael Jackson... Created. Yeah, you know, like he was part of the Jackson Five. Like he, he was born into that. Very like, I can't begin to psychoanalyze him, but yep, I would say that most monsters he's are not. Created. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Like we're all products of our experiences, I guess. You know, but I, 
I guess, like Woody Allen is another example too, right? Woody, you know that's true. Yep. I will love, probably, no, he's he, hit and miss anyway. But he's possibly but, one of the greatest filmmakers of the modern, like the contemporary era. No really. Charlie Chaplin, but I will <laughs> say <laughs> that, um, don't, yeah, he's a genius. Yeah. Like Woody Allen is a genius. Some of his movies are garbage done. though. Yep. Like there's some well, of movies some are, yeah. that are straight garbage. Others are brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, he always like smacked Blue Jasmine. Yes. He did. Absolutely. So, so From the, the early same yeah. with, but like mm. Roman Polanski as well. Like, yeah. I mean, Hollywood's no barometer to go by, but I mean, they gave Roman Polanski an Oscar for the pianist and you're like, cool. That was like 40 years after he moved to France because he raped like a 13 year old exactly but they're still awarding him for making a good movie and you're like so yeah you're a good director but you're a piece of shit as a human being but (laughs) even all those aside like it's kind of two separate issues so all these comments about the artistry can you separate it from the act if you go back to the Cosby show for a moment and you say I can't watch this because it's all about him you actually also can't take away we talk about normalization and what phase it's in Mm -hmm. there was a man who came on in his jumper and was a wealthy, professional father figure who happened to be black. And he normalized it in such a healthy way for the black community. He changed on network television the perception of what a black man could be. Mm-hmm. He actually yeah. did amazing. Well, Chappelle said yeah. it, right? He rapes, and so, but he saves. <laughs> but, really? But, he like, said so, that? So does well, that he's talking about all the foundations that like Cosby yes. set up and yeah. all the money put towards all these fantastic... He rapes, yeah. but he saves. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're faced with. Our generation saw all the great things that Cosby did growing up, and then we got to see his downfall, and it was just the most tragic thing to happen to our childhood. Yeah. Someone we held in such high regard who did so much. How are we supposed to now deal with that well it's tough mm-hmm. too because our society like our society nowadays says immediately cancel the cancel fuck it. out of them like no matter and it's like again we grew up you're right we grew up with the Cosby we grew up you know with Michael Jackson who, American Beauty what's that guy's name before we knew Kevin Spacey yeah. Kevin Spacey yeah. got cancelled too so because it's not time for those yeah we're almost there well yeah. I'm just gonna get ahead so that I can like do a little research. Did you just, did you buy two <laughs> screw tops? Yes, it makes it easy. Which one are you going to go towards next? I want fat bastard. Oh. Fat bastard. Get in my belly. <laughs> you guys work away. Infectious myself are just going to do a little preliminary reconnaissance. I'm going to cancel you for that accent. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But that's the thing. So Isn't we that saw what fat bastards from. We saw people like Kevin Spacey. We mm-hmm. saw Not people Australia, like no. Let, no God, that was God. I hate you. Um, we saw Kevin Spacey. We saw, um, like Bill Cosby, Michael Jackson, and who R knows Kelly. how many other people. <laughs> well, R. Kelly was always a piece what of a mo- shit. What a so, disaster that but, one is. Right now. It, so we grow up with them. R. Kelly's as, in court right as now. As these people we look at, and mm-hmm. as these people uh, who do girls. great no, things, and and now having sex with When we girls. find out it happens, like I mean, Bill Cosby's got to be like eighty years old, right? Yeah, I would think so. So we find out this happens, and I mean. When we found this out, he was like 80 years old. He's an old fucking guy, right? But the people he did aren't yeah. necessarily... So he should, he should ruin his life but, at this point. That's what should told, happen. But we're yeah. told... Retribution, You have to cancel sure. him. So we're told... Our, our society says, you watched his show when you grew up. Doesn't matter. You have to realize he's a piece of shit. And you can't ever like him. Mm-hmm. Or like the show. No matter... 
like let's imagine that show had a profound impact on you as like when you're growing up or like some sure. particular actor in a particular role really yeah. spoke to you right and they're saying nope you have to cancel that because he's a terrible person right now we mm-hmm. found out so you're not you can't listen to Michael Jackson I don't care how much like well, you bad. can because no, you nothing because was ever substantiated. But this that's is, why you're allowed to listen to Michael our, Jackson. No, our society. He paid enough people oh, off please. and never actually got caught. That actually makes it worse. Like why? Do it we is horrible. Well, I agree. That's worse. Well, let's Michael take Jackson. We all know. Can we invite OJ here right now as well, or what? Like, you got it. So there I mean, you honestly. go. But you could invite well, OJ and Michael Jackson over right now, and it would be a lot more okay than. Well, we'd be fine Bill because Cosby. we're old. Sure. Yeah. It just or, would because he got convicted. There's a difference. Or, though in your case, yeah. with the ones who have been convicted and you're saying they have to be cancelled, or the option is you say to the victims, I see that you suffered, however, this person means a lot to me, so in this particular case... No, but sorry, what should be said is like he needs, to, he needs to pay retribution to it. I don't think I'd even want uh, to. It like, shouldn't have anything to do with me. I'm listening to his music. I'm watching his movie. Uh, but I don't These want to even tell the victim. Like, like, it's not about... But your abuser, yeah. bad person. your abuser is still like celebrated by people. Like, oh, he's in jail, but I love So when work. I watch a movie, though, should I be like... Every single person on the set needs to not have done anything wrong. I'm not telling you what you should do. No, no, I'm but I'm saying, saying that, that like, are, that's the, that's because well, if anyone did, then I can't like anything anyone's done, which I is guess wrong. just don't get caught True. is the There's rule. There's probably always someone connected to something. Something. Yeah. Something. Some kind of like rapey, horrible thing. Yeah. Well, it, it is tough Ibram, though, like, huh? You know that book by Ibram X. Candy called Stamped from the Beginning? Have oh, you, you know I do not. <laughs> but all right. <laughs> he I writes love how about well like, read he assumes we are. <laughs> it's so great. Well, they re they so what's his name? Uh, Salmon Rushdie. Something Reynolds. J- Ryan Reynolds. Gosh, no, Jason. <laughs> Jason Reynolds. Reynolds. Jason Reynolds. Well, I know. I just uh, listed all the Reynolds I know. So even X Candy is a he's a, like a PhD guy and uh, I don't know like. He's a black guy who... Do you literally call him a PhD guy? I just... PhD guy. I let that one go. He's a PhD guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we normally just call them PhDs. Well, I'll call him a PhD guy. Or they guy. have a PhD. Or PhDs, a man, yeah. No, person with a PhD, PhD guy. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And a person. Jason Reynolds is a young adult author. He writes young adult novels. Anyway, he wrote the young adult version. I read the young adult version. And he addresses the Cosby show as assimilation. As like, yeah. So like... Bill Cosby, the Cosby show is an example of <laughs> black people. Bottle of it's like, hey, look, black people can be white too. That's kind of how I put it, right? Oh. And, uh, and so it's the, the idea that uh, in order for a black person or family to be accepted in that era, they had to fit into our idea of. Success? And there's also, there's also movies like that too. Like, Look Who's Coming Home for Dinner was a movie with. Um, uh, it's called Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Is it, yeah, and, and it's Sidney Poitier. Yes, and that's and about and Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hepburn. And so he's the he's the black boyfriend or he's fiance. A, he's a doctor, I believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who's like he's a he's he's black, but he's a doctor. He's like top in his class. He's like totally exceeded all of our expectations, and that's still not quite enough. For us to accept that he's a black person who's well, engaged to a white it's woman. It's funny because, right? the, I mean, obviously the parents think yeah. they're woke. Like, to use a common term, they think they're very liberal until mm. she brings this black doctor home, right? right? And then 
Yeah. And, but even in making that film, he had to be a doctor. Like, what else? What can you be that is more yeah. acceptable to a white or any person? Like, you can't really get I better than a doctor. I think it would have been too complicated. That's a custodian, right? Yes. The story is very different. Yes. You can't have them as any job. And it that was the most be, obvious. They could have been a dentist or a lawyer, I guess. But it's like... Yeah. But well, they he's have to be, be flawless. Than, sorry, they every, have to be like higher up than... Yeah. What were the parents, but by the way? I don't remember. status. In that movie? I don't even know if I watched it. Probably, I just read about it. Yeah, probably just retired racist, to be honest. Well, they even... Like, he even writes about the movie Rocky. And I was like, oh, no, I gotta think of Rocky differently. But okay, Rocky I'm gonna is throw like... Casey, Rocky's not a great movie. What's wrong with Rocky? Oh, Rocky on. is a really it, great movie. No, it's not a good movie. It's, it's implied, should not have won it best picture. It's the implied message of like <laughs> white people being threatened, feeling threatened by being um, uh, taken out by black guys. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but also and Rocky. So Rocky was this white person who felt like he was the underdog who was able to stand up against the heavyweight so, championship could he also, who was black. Could he so also it was like be, a victory for white people. But, but could he I also be like, a the black people are the best boxers. At the time, yes. and yeah, to break yeah. into the hierarchy, he was the underdog. Yeah. A bunch of white guys in yeah. this particular yeah. sport. It yeah. was established. Yeah. But from a, a sociological kind of view, it's like the viewers of that movie are like, yeah, but here, a white guy can go toe-to-toe with a black guy. Totally. But, so here's, okay, but so that says something about the black guy. I think that's positive. I think no one that black guy's gonna beat the living life out of you because he's fast. He's Apollo Creed. The, guy, <laughs> the, the movies are being named after him now after his son. Yes. Creed rules. Yes. Right? Creed was great. Yeah. And so he's named Apollo. Yeah. Like he's named after a god. Everything about the. I don't think they mistreated black people in that. They actually held them in high regard. Clubber Lang <laughs> kicked ass. And yeah. in terms of assimilation, if you think about it, if you just mm. take a step, do you see sitcom television shows about people who don't live in nice houses and have middle class jobs if you do shameless. it's pointed okay yes yeah, <laughs> so that's the point yeah, don't but like shameless or Roseanne by the way yeah right but like when you see okay CC so Modern it Family called what? they all have Real homes Connors that we probably couldn't afford right True. but they're also good they people though they all have people that stay someone stays home and home keeps mm -hmm. their place looks spotless yeah they have excess of amount of time to just live their lives and discuss their thoughts there's never seen someone who's got to go off and work a shift because they've got to pay bills like True. that's just not what you see as normalized in television True. if you do see it they're making a statement about the character so for cosby mm -hmm. to be a doctor you can say oh we're assimilating him into a white mm -hmm. perspective of what's important but i actually just think he was representing what you were seeing other places on television and the nice thing was you're not meant to notice that he's black it's just meant to be incidental. Okay, so Mom, so you could see it on either side. Could you yeah. could you go back now and watch the Cosby Show, and say, "This is good television. I'm glad I'm watching. This is a great message. I'm happy to watch Bill Cosby in this role." Well, like The Prophet, I struggle more with the show. I, I wouldn't necessarily rewatch it anyway, but it's mm. the it's, it's the stand-up that he yeah. did and the like the recorded stories yeah. he told mm -hmm. of his childhood that are so deeply hysterical and he shared his growing up he shared a growing up in a very poor black community mm -hmm. and he gave insight into what it felt like to be a poor, poor 
black child coming from the ghetto, being part of a family who had nothing, with a father who was alcoholic, and he made it hilarious, and we felt his life, and we... Like, it's beautiful and it's hilarious and he's so skilled and to lose that because of who he was as a person. But that's it. There's a I skill really to that, right? I really struggle. I really struggle with it. Yep. Yeah. I've he's never also seen an his actor. Stand-up. Oh my god. Uh, we have our, he our is like, family history is told he is one in of the best trips with his stand up. Like yeah. one of the best stand up comedians in his like efficiency of jokes, in his delivery, in his ability to tell a story. He just really has all the yeah. aspects of like what stand-up comedy eventually is still doing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, it's perceptive, it's ob- observational. So he's a contemporary mm-hmm. of, like, George Carlin. Do you put George yeah. Carlin in the same high regard? He's better, or? He's better he than better. Carlin. He's yeah. better than George Carlin. He I'd say as a comedian? What yeah. I, well, you so what connect I, with him? Absolutely. I think Bill... Okay, yes, no, I agree. Carlin was a bit preachy. Car- yeah. But Carlin also was very political. Which yeah. I think I liked about Carlin yeah. is he was all over the conservatism, liberalism. He sort of understood, like, in politics, what's good, what's bad, what's dangerous. Cosby stayed away from that completely. Because it's not funny sometimes. Sometimes it was just like he was a well, little bit too much. Telling the truth? I, I enjoyed it. As, yeah. a, as a person who likes to hear political things, who mm-hmm. enjoys that. But at the same time, pure comedy, sometimes he let his own personal like, desires to say something overrun what's funny. Same thing with Dave Chappelle and The Closer. Mm-hmm. All his previous ones, I laughed. I thought they were hilarious. All the content, trans, whatever. Whatever he was focused on, I just thought in the end, he delivered what he does, which is comedy. In The Closer, he ended with something that wasn't funny. You could see the cracks what in what he, he what was saying. Just, what, what was the joke? Uh, he doesn't end with a joke. He ends with being fed up with it all. Mm-hmm. He's fed up with being persecuted by trans people who are coming to his shows trying to cancel him. Right. Trans? At, what trans, trans joke did like, he make that oh, made he the most sense? He, he wasn't even saying jokes yet. He was like on stage, his reputation is preceding him, and people are showing up way ahead of time trying to make sure people don't buy tickets to his show, trying to cancel him. He's like, for what reason? I should be able he to have a voice. He made jokes I'm, about trans people, though. In oh, he had like the whole. He's made every every special. He has trans jokes. Yeah, I and he has jokes about gay people. And he has jokes about everything. What kind of white trans people, jokes? etc. He had one about like the, uh, the LG, the alphabet people, <laughs> oh, no. and all and all the different alphabet people. And if you stuck them all in a car, what would it be like? And just making all these generalizations of who, where the gay guy would be and where the trans guy is, and how, <laughs> you know, I, I can't do it justice because I actually don't know the jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, but he truly is just like kind of making fun of everyone. But he does, to be quite honest, focus on the trans because they keep like fighting him at. Right. In in real life, and so it just keeps coming as this running gag that he's like, yeah, and the trans people are the weird person like staring at the window, not really making conversation with anyone or whatever it is. Like, and he kind of like he keeps harping on, keeps harping on it till finally in the closer, he doubled down. He did, and then at the very end, he wasn't. It wasn't a joke. It was just like more of a statement of like freedom of speech, and you're like, ah, that's not your job. That's not what's funny. That's not you didn't close the deal. This isn't the closer. This is just like you venting. Should be called the venter. Um, <laughs> so and then, which, but then Dave does, Chappelle. Dave yeah. Chappelle, and he's gotten a lot of trouble for it. And a lot of trans people are trying to cancel him, just like J.K. Rowling, um, who's another person who I feel like, in some ways, has been done dirty. Well, what's her problem though? You know, like why does why does she have to? What did she actually yeah. say? Why what, is it her thing? What did what did she say? What was her issue? She has an issue. Uh, all so all I, the only quote I read from her is that if you haven't, 
had your period, you're not a woman or something like that. Her thing is that she believes that there is like a biological difference between genders. But and she's like, it's not. Who is she to say that? You know, like, wow, lucky you. You were born as a woman with a vagina and that yeah. matches, right? For so, whatever reason, she got in an argument with a bunch of people on Twitter about uh-huh. her views. Yeah. And she stated them. Yeah. She's like, I don't think it's wrong to feel that there are genders. And that's all she really kind of stated. And then she got into some weird stuff that like... She wrote Harry Potter. I think it is. Like you wrote Harry Potter. I think she's allowed to actually have a opinion. I just think she was foolish to put it out there. I think she has destroyed her career and her series. She can think whatever she wants. She should be allowed to say whatever she wants. Can someone tell me what she said? She can't be a spokesperson for it. Again? She's not trying to be though. That's that's what I think is funny is that like she's become this like person of focus when it comes to trans discussion. Yeah. But she is not anything to do with it. But she, she keeps is literally speaking just out like, against it. Like okay. if you, is she anti-trans? She yeah, she's basically. not anti-trans. Okay. Do you think she's anti-trans or just made like an well, ignorance? So what she, she say? Let's look it up. Here. Okay, yeah, let's look it up. Because I, to be quite honest, I would like to say that as an individual myself, I, I'm pro everything. I'm pro LGBTQ to plot. Like I'm, I'm pro everything. Mm-hmm. But I feel like. Did J.K. Rowling just make like a statement that sort of said the right thing in a wrong way, or like what? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I think she was just trying to double down on trying to express herself. You know what's tough? It's talking about spiraled into a mess. It's tough talking about gender, gender fluidity. Like, what's what is acceptable to say? What is not acceptable? How many genders there are? Like, Mm -hmm. I, I, I personally myself think I accept everyone and would accept everyone. But to phrase it, if you ask me on the spot right now, like, how many genders are there? Well, I'd probably right now, I'd be like, well, gender is fluid, I guess, because I've just been saying this. But sure. I feel like, I, I mean, and I'm, I don't even like J.K. Rowling. I just feel like maybe she just said yeah. the wrong thing. I That's the way I feel. Well, I feel she said it so, and then got drawn into a conversation that she shouldn't have been drawn mm-hmm. into. And just, yeah, at prob- some point, you've got to be like, well, just stop. And but maybe now she should have just, like, stepped out. Yes, mm-hmm. Ste- just step away from the arena. Because I can't, so... Um, but I've never been introduced to the arena. I haven't had a you know like a million people come to, or a thousand people come down my throat and say like, you can't say this and you can't say that and this and this and this and eventually you snap and you're just like, I have an opinion, just like you have an opinion. But and I think that's what happened to her. And she just like finally had enough. She said how she really feels, mm-hmm. and now now people are erasing their tattoos, calling Quidditch quad ball. <laughs> And like destroying yeah. something that she built all to distance themselves from the person who they once loved. And, and both, they're distancing them themselves for like both the most ridiculous wrong. of reasons. Her doubling down because she just wants to say that she has an opinion and people reacting so strongly, both sides in and of themselves, you have to just say, oh, for goodness sake. Like, I feel she's stupid. I don't think she's wrong. I think she's stupid for saying stuff. You're allowed to have an opinion, but not in this day and age. And if you want your stuff to sell, shut your mouth. But understand, it's just an opinion. Look, at the end of the day, if we never ever... An opinion that costs her millions of dollars. If we ever, never say anything about COVID again, no problem. If we never talk about vaccination again, no problem. And I would be quite happy to never hear about gender again. Do whatever you need to do. Why is this taking up my brain space? Love who you love. It's kind of what's, what's what does it matter? It doesn't matter. Do whatever you want. Why? Because as so- long as you're not hurting someone, it's all good. Yeah. Honestly, if you're not killing someone, 
do whatever you want. Please make yourself but happy. But I think it's also yeah. one of those silent things. I think it's a systemic love thing. Love whomever you'd like. The, the, the fear is it's a systemic thing. The same as saying like, well, I'm just making jokes. Like, I'm not saying like anything about homosexuals. I'm just calling you gay because you're acting effeminate or whatever. And then people saying like, no, that's not okay. And eventually we come to the conclusion of like, that wasn't okay. Right? I guess so. I'm just so done with the topics. I hear so, you. And that's the way like, yeah. everyone's starting to feel is like, I'm done with it. I don't mean this, but maybe there is something to be learned. I don't know. Maybe. You're probably right. You're pro and I'm, just I'm not saying crying. I am right. I don't even want to be right. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, I so, wish we could just have an opinion, and that's okay. Period. Yeah, without being called a bigot, or right. without being say like you have to be. Canceled. It just but stops I discussion. I wish you could, people could but just the have their, their is the sexual identity and, and that be that, and it not being something that anyone felt the need to comment on. Yeah. True. Like, like if you have a horse in the race, you know, like if you or if you are a horse in the race, then maybe you, you have room to comment. But with her, so I all I could find here, there's a tweet from her where it just says, "People who menstruate." I'm sure there used to be a word for those people. Someone help me out. Wumbin? Wumpund? Wumbund? <laughs> so yeah. she's basically saying, I don't, I don't know. The, what I had thought is that she said, if you've never menstruated, then you can't call yourself a woman. Or she's saying, to me, it sounds like she's saying things have swung so far toward this like gender fluidity that like does a woman exist anymore? Because it's like everyone well, claims to be it's a woman. Like saying, and it's like saying, do you have a penis? Then you're a man. Do you have a vagina? Then you're a woman. Like, you know, it's like yeah, but that's, but there are people who are born. That's the argument line. That that really yeah. is the argument line. But, Bill Burr makes the same joke, and mm -hmm. he's not canceled. Bill Burr was like, I like it better when women had you know vaginas or <laughs> didn't have penises, right? It was a little easier. Blah blah blah. I just found it easier to understand what. I just I, so it's kind of like, but he's not saying that women can't have penises. He's uh -huh. just saying like I prefer it's it convenient for me. It's yeah. how he says it. Yeah. So it really comes down to Rowling saying the same thing, but she's too like too useless at saying it. Yeah. To actually Maybe. make it palatable and okay to say. Mm -hmm. I think that tweet but, needs to be read in some kind of context. Yeah, that's like, what I'm like. It's kind of like so for me. I actually feel like she was. Yeah, you're absolutely right. She's talking about how like gender is sw has like swung so far that like what is a woman nowadays because people who aren't women claim to be women I, I, I get that but it'd be nice to know if this was a response to something or if she just like Donald Trump did woke up at 3am and just fucking wrote coffee you know what I mean you just fucking like type something and you're like dude what are you doing right well so I think I don't know well, there, it is a fact that there are people who are born with like and Ambiguous genitalia? Absolutely, yeah. And so it's the idea that, and I know in a lot of cases, in most cases, in, in the past, it'd be like, well, do you want your baby to be a male or a female? Yeah. You have to make the decision now because we're either going to give it a penis or a vagina and you have to decide. Whereas if someone was born with a penis and a vagina or something that looked like a penis but was a vagina, you know, you couldn't just let that person be that because we don't have space for that in our conversation in our, in our I think more though yeah, at the time when they did it that they, is, I think it was done with the mentality that it'll be easier for them to mm, be yes. part of society I, I don't think they were doing it to like limit their options right. I think they were trying to give them, them a better but it yeah. speaks to a limitation speaks to a limitation in our society sure. where yep, we absolutely. don't have room for that well like, right? totally. what would you accept yeah right Back, well I think in, in other right? countries where you do have more you know, ambiguous genders. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, 
that and it's more commonplace. <laughs> right? indigenous. Where you have more like females with male genitalia and it's a more commonplace thing where you're like, I can accept this. This is actually a whole genre of people yeah. that we actually have to accept. That's that's a natural evolution of it kind of mm-hmm. playing out if yeah. we learn to accept it. Except yeah. that the case that you've just used as an example, is that not a commercial decision that a group of people who are not economically like secure have realized that another group of people who have financial means find the males in our community effeminate and we can make money off like you know like that's mm-hmm. an industry are totally. they themselves are they themselves choosing that as their own personal gender or is that a commercial decision no, like, absolutely. that's a big ooh, that's a it's all ew. Yeah, i agree like <laughs> just walking into a minefield these days yeah yeah before we carry on, I'd just like to introduce our next wine. <laughs> yeah. Current wine. Um, yeah, you can pronounce it better. It's Can fat. Fat. How is how, it pronounced? It's fat bastard. Oh, fat bastard, right? <laughs> so our next wine is a fat bastard. It's a Cabernet Sauvignon from 2020. I'd like to read the description here because it's actually quite compelling. It says, during a wine tasting with Guy, British wine industry rebel, Thierry, Renowned French winemaker exclaimed, Now that is what you call a fat bastard. <laughs> to define the roundness and the richness of the wine. Mm, okay. The first fat bastard wine was born! Exclamation mark. Proud of our French roots. Mm. We are. Is it not French? What? It is French. It's okay. French. Okay. Scottish right. roots. It's not a French. <clears throat> Proud of our French roots. We often imagine this cute hippo decorating the royal gardens of Marie Antoinette and even becoming the French national emblem. Mm. We will never know. Fat bastard Cabernet Sauvignon is rich and fruity with a touch of spices. <laughs> that's it. That's, uh, that's the description. I don't understand the first part. Now, in fairness, I think that the fat bastard term they used when they were describing their wine was for their Chardonnay first because their Chardonnay is fairly... Fat. Fat. I think <laughs> this the, one is less so. Well, I, I think the, the, the real meaning comes from, because it, it's, the French guy says, now that is what you call a fat, like P-H-E-T. Look it up. What does P-H-E-T mean in French? No, fat. 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 Just fat bastard. Fat bastard. Fat. No, but I think fat. it's just a play on, well, it, it's pronounced fat, but it's probably a play on words. It probably means. Au contraire. No, I've, I've spoken enough French with you. I know you're just lying to me. You just, you oh. just go off in your oh, accent and you make me think that you're Mon actually French. French. Bibliotheque. <laughs> oh, you just gone to bibliotheque. Like, oh my God. Yeah, exactly. Says five words and then gibberish. And I what was entranced. that rap they did in Community? Bibliotheque. The Bibliotheque. I love those two guys. Oh, my oh God. man! I don't love um, I'm in the morning. Uh, childish Ben. De- yeah, uh, but who's Adam? Um, something, something. I bet you. Troy and Abed in the morning. Troy and Abed in the morning. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> I love Abed. The prophet and I have never um, discussed our like. What do they call it? Your your hallway pass or your pass card? Oh, your hall your pass. Hall pass. We've oh. actually never had that conversation. But I'm pretty sure if I ask for a hall pass for Charles Gambino, <laughs> I get a resounding high five. I get a high five. Mm, that would be pretty odd. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. Poor Charles Gambino might be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> However, that's a good one. It, it's very like, yeah, yeah I agree. Right? I, I'd give you the hall yeah. pass. No, that would be yeah. worthy of all. That doesn't mean shit. That just means fat. Super cool. Does it mean like awesome? 
Great. No. Good. Mm, P-H-E-T? No. That means... No, we're... Yeah. P-H-E-T doesn't mean anything. Nope. I thought it might have been... Well, why fat. do they put it there? Fat bastard. It's fat bastard. Fat. It's a, that's a fat bastard. What well, it's a fat bastard. Fat in French is gross. Yeah. Wait, wait. All he's saying is now, that's a fat bastard, that one. So they call it fat like bastard. Like it's a rich, full-bodied... Yeah, baby. That's why, but... Okay, no, I... I'm, okay. Oh my god. Should we explain it again? <laughs> I understand. Explain it to him, Deb. I'm so sorry. I understand why this shitty wine is called this is shitty. Shitty. Yeah. Bastard. It's No, so, but the Chardonnay's lovely. It's literally okay. Well It's I'm also sorry. an acronym for <laughs> physics education it's technology. Literally. No, seriously. Okay. Honestly, this is not the worst wine that's ever been brought well, to the table. Oh come on now, which one would that be? <laughs> well don't you be brought shy. about <laughs> six or seven of them, so why don't we just dump it in the bushes and start in the Peter Lehman? Maybe Because we're not doing that. We're gonna drink it all. We always drink it all. It doesn't matter what it is. We've drank Peller family before. We downed them. To complete shit. I FOMO and try the last one. <laughs> you probably drank uh, quite a bit of Peller family at that wedding, I'm well, sure. I did. Mostly it was like out of hate. You know how you like. How's oh, it work? This like, is disgusting. Give me more of it. Yeah, like, you know when you like kill something because you love it? You know what I mean? Mm, In that weird, yeah. sick way? It was like, I hate this so much, I need to drink all of it. Like, I just have to. Yeah, it was awful. It was actually. Just so I, I can made, piss it out. I was actually helping other people. I was like, erase nope. it from the world. I'm just going to drink yeah, it. Yeah, no one else. I save people. I was like, no one else will have this wine. Fucking give it to me. Oh. Did you dude, tell the hosts so of the wedding? Did you tell them? No, because it's my cousin. So mm. I don't know how to say that. That'd be terrible feedback. Did but, you mention anything uh, on the video camera when they come around with the video camera? They're like, do you have anything to say to Nothing the- like that. But I did talk to my. So I was sitting at a table with my family, mm-hmm. obviously, and just made. I probably talked for like 20 minutes about how bad Peller is. I believe that. And they. It was so funny. They, <laughs> My family just went to Greece, actually. And they were sitting at a restaurant and sent me a picture of a carafe of wine. And they're yeah, like, but if they're is this Greek Peller? wine? They were like, is this, is this Peller family? I was like, you're funny. Greek wine is good. Greek wine is nasty ass. Okay, we will never I've agree never on wine. I think, Greek oh, wine. it's filthy. It's, it's really. What do you. Ha- Mom, we'll never agree on wine. And we that's just how it is. Won't. We will we actually. Won't. I had a sneaking sense that that would be the case. But if you are telling me that Greek wines are that, you're. I once had. Look, here's the thing. I don't drink white wine ever because I'm not a scoundrel. But um, <laughs> scoundrel. I know you. I know wine. you do. So um, I, I was on a wine tasting in Greece in uh, would have been Santorini, and we had this this white wine, and it was the boldest white wine I've ever had. It actually tasted like a red. Now you tell me, Ooh. can any winery you've ever had do that like no, if you close I'm telling your you, eyes fat bastards not doing that it is red i though. mean even 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 this, this nicosia they're not doing that like it was the most incredible sort of flavor profile i've ever had i don't even like white wine but i bought a bottle and brought it home what grape was it i don't know some santorini grape there's like one grape in santorini because it's a volcanic island didn't you just say the volcanic i uh Grown grapes are light. Isn't that how we started this conversation? In Sicily, they are. <laughs> but Santorini, <laughs> no, because Santorini is called the Calderon. Like Santorini, it's, it's a different geographical makeup, like geological makeup. It's called Nixterra. You can look it up. I do, find it. I do know that my father was, as a student, many, many, many years ago, stuck in Greece with no money, traveling, and came across a wine yeah. festival, and he said that the city. Like the town that they were in, the town um, fountain 
was flowing with wine, and everyone was just drinking wine from the fountain. Oh that's that, amazing. What is that really? would be amazing. What is? I mean, God loved the Greeks for that. Jesus. Just honoring Dionysus. Uh, Nicteri, N Y T. I'm telling you, it was good. I'm not. I'm not making this up, Mom. Like I'm not. You're welcome to it. It's all yours. Now I don't have to drink it to get rid Fuck of it. it. <laughs> I'm go- no, I mean my Greek wine. This fat bastard. You're gonna have some more of that for sure. Ugh, revolting. I, w- I, I something like that. <laughs> you looked up Avatar <laughs> or Navi. Thank Nateri. you. Did Nateri. you look it up Nateri. in Greek lettering? Yeah, that can you use fun. the Greek alphabet? Pl- Fucking hell. <laughs> blue people. Give it to blue people. Anywho. Smurfs. Um, hmm. How did the Smurf song go? But didn't they have a like we are the Smurfs? Like isn't there lyrics to it? We are the do 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 I don't Smurfs and Smurfs Unpopular opinion Smurfs Smurfs I've never seen a Smurfs ever. That's because I'm talking about I'm a little bit too young for that. Yeah, so Remember I'm the like, Smurfs reign I'm supreme. like two years too young for yeah, that story. If you were a child of my a Smurf and ridiculous that grew up <laughs> in a rural community that only had CBC and maybe CTV as channel options, then that is all you watched on Saturday mornings for two and a half hours. I know, that but is I was 180 like 180 minutes of Smurfs every Saturday morning. I know, but you were like ten when I was born, so I don't know what the Smurfs are. I'm kidding. Don't hit me. You're not oh. kidding. It's true. No. I can accept that. No, 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 no. <laughs> not even. No. How old are you? <laughs> old you enough are. to know what the Smurfs are. Jesus. I was old enough to go to your 40th birthday party. <laughs> well, you just don't have to. I was like years ago, wasn't it? Huh? I'll be 40 in like Oh, I'm years. ancient. Don't You'll worry You'll be 40 about in when? I'm older than time. When? Uh, my birthday's on Friday. <gasps> and I'm Ooh. turning... Ooh. Happy it birthday. Is. I'm Thank camping you. that day. 30, but it's happy birthday. 30. And I am uh, 38. On that day. That's what people baby. That's what people keep saying. Well, you're just a baby, but at some point, this yeah, in two years, 38 you're not year be old yeah, we'll be baby is going to be 40. And I don't think I'll live. I'm not. I got 20 years left to me. <laughs> the bar just changes every year. Don't worry. The bar moves as you age. You, know you just what? take the bar and you move it a few steps forward. Right now, you're alive and well. And I'll drink to that. Yeah. Okay. Cheers. Happy Cheers. pre-birthday. Happy birthday. So Thank you. Yeah, yeah, so 38. I hate my birthday. I hate, I hate growing up. don't like it at all. Yeah. I get the like, idea of growing old. You have to. Mm-hmm. I take 25 and just stop there. Done. Oh, I think 33. Nope. Well, yes, because then you can year. say That's you're when like Jesus died. Yeah, you're like <laughs> I'm as old as Jesus. Yeah. Oh, it's like, it's like fuck you, Jesus! I like, made it. I reached Jesus. <laughs> I'm I win. Good. I can yeah. stop. Who's died. not up on a cross right now, bitch? <laughs> oh, right? oh, too far. <laughs> too far. Well, crucifixion isn't funny. <laughs> well, but crucifixion. Two thousand years later, it's a little bit more palatable. Jesus was not the only guy to be crucified. They used to crucify people all yeah. the time. Isn't that terrible? All, well. A, so what is that about people? Die. How close are we to that? Okay, so human 2, nature. 2,000 years ago. You no, know, but human nature and the capacity. You talk about like torture and like public beheadings and killing. Like those are public sport. How far away are we from that? Because humans are just humans. Oh, we're coming back to it for sure. <laughs> we watch torture porn <laughs> all the time, like, right? I don't. Who, who does? <laughs> well, it's called, um, what's that? What's it called? Uh, 
But What's that movie? Maybe we can. What do you call that movie with uh, Jigsaw? Saw. Saw. Okay, that's, well, I didn't that was that. a flash in the pan. That's. But it continues. There is like a fascination with torture, Game of Thrones. Like, we are constantly consuming torture porn because, for whatever reason... Game of Thrones is messed up, man. It's fucked up. I've only watched a couple episodes of that. Fine, and I like that, but I couldn't how, see... House of Dragons just came out. Yeah, are you... I'm not watching... I'm not going to be it. some nerd who's watching House of Dragons or I Game of know. Thrones. I gotta know. What do you have to know, though? Well, now that we finished Better Call Saul, it's time for House of Dragons. Yeah, yeah I watched that. You yeah, down? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Dragons are... Wicked. No, I mean, Dragons is an No, the writer particularly. Oh, we'll watch that too. Wow. Yeah. Who's got time to watch all this TV? It's but, on Amazon Prime. But seeing a Half real life human in front of me being hurt. <laughs> you know what? That is a key for me. Half hour episodes are key. Yeah. I mm. cannot. But you might not get some of the best shows if your, your limit's a half an hour. Um, if you need an hour to tell a story, fuck right off. Better Call Saul is like <laughs> right. watching a movie every get time. Get in there and just yeah. tell your story in half like, an hour. Like the way they direct that and the way it, like watching Better Call Saul. It's worth the hour. It's beautiful. It's like the like acting, everything. Mike everything. is in it, right? Mike. Mike. Trout? Ermin Trout. Uh, Ermin Trout. Trout? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. in there. Yeah. Hey, what about, have you guys discussed that clown show that you, um... Not uh, the Zach Galifianakis one. Yeah. Zach Galifianakis? I'm not watching. Oh, the clown show. Yeah, yeah. The Zach first, the first season is, is actually a masterpiece. Do you? That's actually the best thing this. he's ever done. What's it called? It. It's not called um, Zach the Clown. It's called no. It's did you call uh, it Zach? Did you Zach say it was the Zach the Clown? Yeah, I said the Clown Show because I've only watched. I think you called it Zach the Clown. No, I know which didn't. one you're talking about though. I don't want to watch it. I don't like Zach Galifianakis. <gasps> why not? <gasps> he's say fantastic. It. Say why not? Because he's too obvious. He's for the same reason that I don't like. You don't like don't like Ben Stiller. Oh. Uh, no, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll caveat this because Ben Stiller, Zach Galifianakis always played the exact same role. No. Always. In every show. Like, Ben Stiller's always out, like, kind of like, neurotic kind of like. Yeah, yeah. Um, Now, I did watch the Between Two Ferns movie. I appreciate... There was a movie? What? There was. I didn't know there was a movie. The movie? I've seen short YouTubes of it. No, no. There was a movie on Netflix. So, obviously, you guys aren't fans. Um, Well, I've watched the stand-up. I liked his... I, I guess funny it stems from like you watch him in Hangover yeah. and you're like, oh, this is funny. Yeah. And then it turns out everything he does, he's like, oh, you're the same exact person. Did you Between watch that two show he funny in? Because he just, I just love how he calls out celebrities, but they're obviously in on it, right? Like when he asked like Jennifer Lawrence, like your parents got divorced, divorced when you were five. Do you blame yourself for that? Or like, <laughs> is that your fault? Or something, or like, or like, he asked Ben in a Cumberbatch, he says something like, oh, geez, really? do you realize, li- or like, I don't know, like, when people realized you spoke with British accent, is that when they like, just realized you weren't a good actor, you just had an accent, or something like that? Like, just, well, just the things, I'm yeah, just like, just yes, that's them. actually funny. He's kind of like Jiminy Glick. Yes. Uh, I love Jiminy Glick. Uh, Martin Short, he does this character. Oh. Uh, Martin Short. Oh, he's hilarious. I think they made a movie of that too, but who? Jiminy Glick goes to Hollywood, I yeah, think Jiminy it was Glick called. Goes yeah, to yeah, yeah. So he puts on uh, like a, fat, a major fat, fat suit. suit. And he's just like, <laughs> just, <laughs> oh my gosh. Like the he interviews Alec Baldwin. He does, oh gosh, there's that Jerry Seinfeld uh, 
Doc. Comedians and Cars? No, it was uh, like comedian. What was it called? Oh, it's called comedian. Comedian and yes. it's Jerry Seinfeld and like an up and comer comedian. Obi, right. uh, o- Orny Adams. Yes, Orny Adams. Yeah. And he interviews that guy. And he just so hilarious. Makes so much fun of that guy. <laughs> I've got a joke for every situation. I've got all the jokes. Like the guy. Orny Adams. Yeah, Orny oh, yeah. Adams was a prolific comedy writer, mm-hmm. but he was really full of himself. Very insecure. Very insecure. Yeah, and uh, you're right. Jerry Seinfeld tears him yeah. apart or, or in that did, documentary. And him being interviewed by Jiminy Glick was hilarious. Because there was this one joke that he used to tell about how he was on the bus and he saw on the, there was a sign on the bus that says, one out of ten people has lupus. Yeah. And he's on the bus and there's only like nine people on <laughs> the bus. And he looks around, you know, and so he's doing the math or whatever. And... And last minute before his show, he was told by the producers that he wasn't allowed to use lupus as a disease. So he had to choose a different disease. Is this Jiminy Glick? <laughs> this no, is no, Orny Adams. Adams. Okay, okay. And, uh, and so he chose like... Psoriasis. Psoriasis. <laughs> <laughs> and he's telling the story to Jiminy Glick. And Jiminy Glick just does this thing where he's just like so mockingly invested in what you're saying. And he's like, No. <laughs> so what did you do? <laughs> okay, so tell me. So you walked into the smoky bar <laughs> and you had to tell this joke about psoriasis. How did that go? <laughs> and the guy was just like, he's a little too insecure and too full of himself to allow right. uh, Jiminy Glick to make fun of him in that yeah, way. But he That's must true. know, but you go on Jiminy Glick, you know it's fake. You should, right? like, but this guy's like early like, in his career. You I, know, I, like, I know, but... It's like if you know if you're going on between two ferns, like it ha- you have to know that this is just made to be the most awkward thing oh, yeah. ever. That Zach Galifianakis is just going to make it as awkward oh, as possible. Like if you don't know that, did you see him at interview with Natalie Portman? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, she's so, so hot. It's like so you shaved your head for so uh, V for yeah. Vendetta. Yes, I did. Did you also shave your V for vagina? <laughs> and she just looks at him. She doesn't even react. See, but that's for the whole like, point. The yeah. whole point of thing is like, here's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Here, I, do, you I think she, believe, do you think she knew he was going to say oh, that? Oh, yes. I believe every reaction is scripted as well. Like, yeah. just to be like... Maybe. Be stone-faced. Because it'll be funny. <laughs> yeah. Right? It has, yeah. to, it has to be. Yeah. Unless he tells you, like, I'm going to say some outrageous shit, and uh-huh. I want you just to respond either angrily... Mm-hmm. Or like laugh like you know I'm making fun of you. Like those right. are the only two reactions you can have. Yeah. Because you can't be angry because then it ruins the show. Yeah. You can't be sad. So you either have to pretend you're mad or just go along with it, right? Mm-hmm. Like Benedict Cumberbatch laughs when he's okay. been like, "Do you think people know that you're not actually a good actor? You're just British or something like that?" And uh-huh. yeah. So Natalie Portman's reaction, I guarantee, was acting. She was just like, <laughs> "Yeah." Um. Jennifer Lawrence, speaking of being so hot too. She's so great. I want to hang out with her. I want to hang out with her as well. She's great. We can hang out together. She's too good to be true. Come on now. She is. She's like a. She's like a dude's. There's no way she is that good. (laughs) You you know what I'm saying? Like it's just too good to be true. Funny. So tall. Is she tall? She's tall. Yeah. She's okay. Well, five foot eleven or something. Do you not like that? I like any. I'm fine with that. I'm okay with any woman. It's fine with me. You know who? has most amazed me in the last year hmm. is Zendaya. Zendaya. Oh, yeah. From Euphoria. Have you oh, s- oh I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know you what, man? I find her... Have, little, you, have you watched Euphoria? A little too dark Euphoria? for me. Have you watched it? 
Some or you just heard rhyme or something? That's euphoria. <laughs> a little too dark for yeah, me. That's a little youthful for me, to be quite honest. Yeah, anyway. um, <laughs> hilarious. Uh, he hilarious. is. Yeah. Way too, too, dark too young for me, man. <laughs> Tell him what euphoria is. She is Spider-Man. Euphoria. Speaking of Spider-Man, I would date Spider-Man. Sure, why not? He's so cool. Is that no, the girl? Is Zendaya that Mary Jane? That, yeah. And euphoria mm. is amazing. Amazing. But what's Euphoria? Euphoria is, uh, I think it's an HBO show. It's like, it's the only show that I can mention as a teacher, as a Did you and I have, hold on. This has been mentioned before. um, Where this is like 1% of every high school person's experience. Like, they play this show like it's like. It's not real. It's the real high school experience. But really, it's like 0.01%. I think people who say, Oh my gosh, is this what kids are doing? Are way offline because, or way off base because it's, um, oh, that's good lighting. Mm-hmm. I find it harsh. It's more like, uh, <laughs> it's kind of like the movie Kids, but it's also a very stylized movie. Like, there are whole sequences where it's a musical. And so, what's the plot line though? So, it's, it's hard to say what the plot line is, but it's. <laughs> All right, mate. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's basically see here. the the central characters are high school aged people, and that's basically as real like as realistic as it gets. But it brings in all these. I don't know. It, it has characters who are. It's got it's got characters of color. It's got trans characters. It's got gay characters. It's got all these characters who are just sort of like in the mix of characters. The plot is not not what I would consider real. It's almost like watching a like a murder mystery or a soap opera. Like, it's not a plausible plot. Right, yeah. The things that happen are, like, very disturbing. The The first episode is disturbing. There's, like, sexual violence and all of that, which is, you know, realistic on some level, but it's not like every high school, lived, I, they, every high school kid lives through this. But do they play it up as that? It's hyper-woke. Like, do they, I don't think so. Do That's they, the way I do they pretend, hyper-woke? like... Hyper-woke? Maybe, maybe. But what? Zendaya is... Arguably the main character. There's a lot of characters, yeah. and her performance is just amazing. I like, like the one who's always naked. Um, yeah, this one. Who's always? There's a lot of penis in it. No, I don't want that one. No, like almost every episode has a lot of penis. It's the funny thing about all that. There's a reason we haven't had full frontal <laughs> for, like, but historically, I like the way the kids no, do it. The kids in the hall do it right. Yes. Oh, God. Right? Yeah, 60-year-old dong. Truly, Jumping like, up just and down. like, oh, my God. Yeah. Just, like, right is up the hall. Is it real dong? You're like, see, is that it's what you wanted? It's just so shocking. No, it's no, not. but is it actually okay. real yeah. dong? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the point that you're like, but I love these guys, yeah. so I'll watch it. I love the kids in the hall so much. <laughs> I'll watch whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But, and it, like, Euphoria is not good for those reasons. It's not like you should watch it to be woke. It's, like, an excellent show. And if you watch it... Hmm. And you're disturbed by the imagery in it, like that's natural. But did you ever see the movie Kids? No, no, I chose not. Okay. Did you ever see the movie Requiem for a Dream? Ugh. Yeah. So it's it's like in a similar vein Rain to those, darkness. but it has more humor. Right. Well, reach for the character. stars. Reach for the stars. I mean, honestly. I mean, <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, okay. Wrecking was a Fair enough. Show. Yeah, good point. Uh, <laughs> but it's like it's shot like that, so it's it's amazingly. Sh- it's I think it's one. Uh, what are they? Emmys? Grammys? Emmys, Emmys that they win? Emmys, yeah. yeah. Um, 
but uh, anyway, like she plays a, a high school age girl who's struggling with addiction, and just the way she plays the different stages of struggling with addiction is just amazing. Huh. Yeah, I highly recommend it. I mean, full warning that there's like a lot of if you can watch the first episode and still watch, continue watching it, I highly recommend it. Okay, hmm. But the first episode is, you know, harsh. a lot. I mean, it's it's very I disturbing. The like the show episode. is just, it's yeah. a disturbing show. Yeah. Who yeah. is the male character? Who's the male lead in Requiem for a Dream? Jared Leto. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. And one of the Fox brothers? Is it Jamie Foxx's brother? Or is it a Wayans? Wayans. Um, is it a Wayans? I th- It'd be a Wayans, I, I think. I think it's a Wayans. Um, not Damien, obviously, but like Marlon. Maybe Marlon Wayne. I'm gonna look it up right Jennifer now. Jennifer Connelly was in it. Yeah. As was Ellen Burtson. Anyway, Requiem sucked. It was not a good movie. I didn't um, like it at all. Well, I watched it once, but never watched it again. However, I also thought of like American History X, except I know American Marlon. History Marlon. X is a good movie. Oh, so it's good. a good movie. Requiem was not a good. I don't think there's anything hmm. redeeming. Can you explain? Can you explain why it was bad? Well, I feel like. I mean, if we're being honest, American History X had, it's obvious, but there's more of a lesson to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the, the whole movie is this kid struggling with the, like... It's kind of a moral there, redemption a, against the unredeemable. There, That's the there beauty. There is a redemption. He's kind of like, you know what? I'm not going to be a racist anymore. But is there anymore. redemption, though? There's no, there's also, no redemption. That's yeah. the beauty of it, That's too. That's the worst part. I mean, you never get there. Right, he yeah. dies. He gets yeah. shot in the bathroom, and you're like, well, that sucks. Well, essentially, no that, his so. younger Spoiler brother alert. suffers it's 20, from his it's sins. It's 20 years old. There's no Spoiler spoilers, alert. right? I'd say more than that. It was like late 90s. 99, maybe? Yeah. Um, but <laughs> There's an expiry on Spoiler Alert? It's one of Ed Norton's... One of my favorite performances by Ed Norton. Totally. It was one of his first as well, so I think. So awesome. Yeah. Earlier, yeah. It so, was before Fight Club. It was pre-Fight oh, yeah. Club. Pre-Fight Club. A little post bit. Primal Fear. Post, huh. post Primal, Primal Fear. Fear. Good. Yeah. So that's my whole point. Like, American History X has that lesson. It's obvious. It's an obvious lesson. Yeah. But Requiem, I, there was nothing really... Like, what is the whole point of it? There's, it's just a whole bunch of people who are addicted to drugs. Yeah. And, like, banging each other and, like, getting STDs. Like, quite honestly, what... I don't even remember the whole point of it. that they all descend into. Well, that's easy. Yeah. Life is ugly. We get that. Like, that. that's an easy lesson. You don't need that whole movie to tell well, me that. I think what, like, what I like about Darren Aronofsky is that he, uh, what he does in that movie is he actually gives you the experience of what it's like to be suffering from that addiction. So, the, I, mom, the mom, for example, she's addicted to her diet pills. Like she becomes obsessed, and it, and I think he's tapping into something that is in all of us. We all have the potential to be, become what she becomes, right? Yes. And that's the scary part of it. And we get into like the nightmare. I've I've had, I've been in. I've had fever dreams like Requiem for a Dream. I've had dreams where I'm I am that mom who's like watching the TV, watching that. That, that guy popping the pills you know like I remember like if you're sick and you have this fever having these like hallucinating dreams mm. that's what that movie is like to me and it like mm. it does kind of tap into something that you don't want to be a part of yourself but that could be a part of yourself and so it, it kind of goes beyond like cautionary tale or with like a straightforward moral like American History X and it's more like the part of you is this 
you could be Jennifer Connelly at the end of this movie. I I could also be Hulk in the Avengers though. Like what you is? Couldn't though. Like, like you but I well couldn't. why not? If I get struck by gamma rays, I <laughs> yeah, guess my point is like him. there's yeah. I I probably will not be like either mm. of them. Yeah. You know it felt too far. I that made this point. It felt too far removed for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm just like you know what? I might. But there's probably a good chance I won't get it to die pills or I won't get it to heroin. Well, not at this stage, know. right? But or like get gang raped by a whole bunch of black men. There's probably a but good chance what, it's not going to happen to me. What brought her to that? And I don't even remember. What di- that's the point. What essentially, that? so Jennifer Connelly's character and Jared Leto, mm-hmm. their characters, they start as like having fun, mm-hmm. just, just like falling in love. Basically, black tar like, heroin. it's like young love. Hey, you want to go on the roof and do some drugs? Like that kind of thing. And then there's a shift that occurs when it's not about their relationship and the love they have for each other. This addiction they have is now replacing their love for each other mm-hmm. Hmm. and they don't have room for each other anymore yeah. and this then, is a one time watch kind of movie oh yes I lent yep. that movie to a friend uh, in university and the next day she threw it on she threw it at me basically <laughs> she oh, said you Jesus. can have this back she said I after I watched it I put it out on my front step I couldn't even have the DV- it was a DVD oh. I couldn't even have it in my house yeah <laughs> So it is kind of a one-time watch, unless you're like in a, some kind of a masochistic mood. Where you or just want you want to be a filmmaker and you're like, yeah. I'll admit, it's a well-made movie. Oh, yeah. It's and just... That song has become almost That's like... the soundtrack. The, the soundtrack. soundtrack. Yeah. It was, um, it's like in Corna, car commercials now. Cronus Quartet did the whole soundtrack, I think, yeah. right? And there's that... Chronos Quartet? Yeah. I know Chronos Quartet. I don't know the song. I don't know the song. It became the theme song of... Oh, gosh. It became the theme song of Lord of the Rings, I think. Um, It's too quiet. I'm just pointing it at you so that you're as uh, direct as we are. Sorry, I'm just trying to send... um, Clint Mansell. No apologies necessary, man. You do what you gotta do. Clint Mansell. Mm Mm-hmm. It's going to be an issue for copyright. Too slow. Pick up. Please. This is a Hello Calgary podcast. You're listening to whatever the hell we want to play. That's right. Eh. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Give it. Nah. <laughs> Meh. Do the Cronus Quartet version of it. Because this isn't them. This is from the movie. Is it? Just give it a minute. Yeah. Face, well, how, about you, how about you skip ahead? No, no stop. Yeah, this isn't really um, grabbing us here. It's okay. Are you oh. sure that was the original one? Just give me a sec. No, that's KG. I could be totally wrong. Uh, but pleased. if you look it up and put it by Conus Quartet and see if they did a different version somewhere else in the movie. They. Because I thought they did Yeah, the this whole is not it. <laughs> It's not the one I had in mind, anyway. I'll find it. Well, that doesn't even... Yep, and a guest music director. I'll yeah, find it. Shut up. Yeah, exactly. Fine. There's no music element. Change my mind now. Hmm. Uh, yeah, here it is. It's Clint Mansell and the Kronos Quartet. 
Oh, is it the same thing we just heard? No, but it's better. Stop. Oh, <laughs> cool! Thank can't you. wait. They're gonna sing. It I'm gonna cancel you parts. in a second. All right. <laughs> I think this is it. You have to give it a few seconds. Oh, I'm tired of giving these a few no, seconds. I need instant it. gratification. No. I am a fucking millennial. Listen to that. Here we go. I'm trying. It builds, okay? It builds. What? Well, it has to. They ended up using it in Lord of the Rings, okay? In car commercials. What the hell is Lord of the Rings? I'm too pretty to watch shows like that. <laughs> it's a haunting song. I don't care what you say. Just a little bit more, ready? people who saw the movie <laughs> and the people who didn't. Captures on. This is the one from Requiem for a Dream, and then the moon. I love this song so much. This whole soundtrack. I think they have a song called Fog of War. Yeah. yeah. Fog of War by who? Same thing. Who's Cortez playing? Yeah. I don't know if they wrote it or not, but there's like a documentary called The Fog of War that has great music by Tony the composer. The dog went about like Winston Churchill. That's right. Yeah. Really good. It's such a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. The whole, whole soundtrack is amazing. You know what I think is a beautiful it. song? Oh, I'll play it because it. it's going to appear in the, uh, the play. Oh. Christmas hmm. classic. Hells yeah. I saw the new one. It's great. So good. It is a perfect remake. Perfect remake. Yeah. I had insomnia. When I watched it at 3 in the morning, I'm like, this is amazing. It's perfect. And the girl who played... um, Better than the original? Anita. Anita was unreal. So this is... This is the new one, though? is good. Yeah, anyway, that's that's happening. It's the thing we're going to do. Do you still think the uh, 
It's still cool when you see it. Yeah. In West Side Story. Yeah. It's a. Or is it totally G word? It's a ballet musical. It's no, it's it's fantastic. Hmm. Wow. When you watch, oh my god. I haven't seen the original. I don't know anything about it. Have you seen the new one? No, none of it. Okay, you like you watch the opening scene, and both movies begin with like a pan. It's different though, because the original begins with a panoramic of like New York City, bird's eye view, Mm -hmm. right? The new one starts with a pan of like a construction site. Um, where some new building's going to be built in New York City. Okay. But they both pan, and it just starts with, and it starts with the music, and when they just get out, instead of just acting, they just ballet their way through the scene. Mm-hmm. It's just incredible. It's hmm. just incredible. Like smile ear to ear the whole time, just the way. So they, West Side Story is a ballet. It's a musical, and but definitely there are ballet elements. Absolutely, hmm. yeah. I didn't like the way you put in your what is Did, happening? What is going on over here? Is this for the hall pass or? Because <laughs> if it is, I'll give my number to profit here and then. H I L D I S H G A M B I N O. I'm just gonna press stop because we're actually at an hour fifty-five on this last segment, and just like. And it's like, what have we even talked about? To be honest, we didn't talk about swearing. I'm just gonna put that out there. Ba da ba ba ba. There it is.